1025. It's time to talk football. It's Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Good evening and welcome to Clyde One Super Scoreboard on a huge night of Derby football in Glasgow. Celtic can go top if they beat Rangers in the east end of the city. Giovanni Van Bronckhorst's men will have other ideas though, having not lost in this fixture for over two years. It's very rarely quiet when these great rivals meet. This one will be no different and you can enjoy it all in the company of in the blue corner, Alex Ray, in the green corner, Mark Wilson and your special guest referee, Mr Hugh Keevans. The biggest game of the season A pivotal moment In the title race Drama From a different level Tonight The country Comes To a standstill Rangers were guilty Of defensive chaos At Dingwall On Saturday Celtic Got out of jail With a late goal Against Dundee United That afternoon That's why we are Where we are tonight The leadership Of the premiership Is at stake Gentlemen Stand well back <laughs> Home advantage gives you the first say Mark Wilson, what's the verdict? Yeah, well, these nights Under the lights, midweek Don't uh, come around too often uh, And they make for a very special occasion I was lucky enough to play uh, In a few of them And there's just something different in there When you throw in to it That Celtic can go top if they win um, And Rangers then obviously can extend their league uh, if they win It just makes for a special evening And I hope the game uh, And the entertainment on the pitch Lives up to the, the build up uh, I certainly don't think It will disappoint this evening Yeah I'm really looking forward to it Gordon A uh, few permutations Obviously Celtic can go back To top of the, the table Having watched Rangers Dominate that position Then the Rangers will be looking To extend that You know we said at the weekend It was uh, a massive uh, round of fixtures This takes on a new level Because of the circumstances They're going to have 60,000 Celtic fans Inside Parkhead Rangers go there on the back of not uh, lost to Celtic in a couple of years so all we play for Now if for some reason you were in any doubt about just how big this fixture is we're here until 11 o'clock tonight <laughs> your, six, your 6 until 8 slot has been extended significantly Hugh Keevans is going to be well past his bedtime but we are here until 11 o'clock so not only can you get the full build up we'll keep you up to speed on what's happening you can have your say at full time as well 0141 951 1025 get your calls in some of you might not be able to give us a call at 11 o'clock whether it's emotionally <laughs> drained whether you've had too many Cups of tea during the game I don't know But get your calls in nice and early 01419511025 And share all your thoughts Because there must be many out there So whilst you get your calls in Let's go to Celtic Park Andrew McLean and Jim Duffy are there You are lucky to be there gentlemen Yeah very very lucky to be here Because as you guys said What a huge night of football we are in for The title obviously won't be won or lost tonight But a win for either team will feel really significant as the weeks and the months to the end of the season edge slowly closer. Three points for Celtic would see them leapfrog Rangers and they'll feel that'll be a huge momentum shift after months of playing catch-up. A win for Rangers and they'll open that gap up at the top of the table again and with a feel-good factor of Aaron Ramsey's arrival as well. That'll give everyone at the club
club, especially Giovanni Van Bronckhorst, a huge lift. Lots to be settled on the pitch, but loads of questions to be answered before we even get the game going with team news as well. A week ago, it looked as if there would be no chance of Callum McGregor playing in this game. He picked up a facial injury against Aloha. Ange Postacoglu described that as serious, significant, but the Celtic captain trained yesterday and could well be in contention tonight. A question of who starts up front for them as well. Will it be Jakimakis who gets the nod? Will it be Leal Abada through the middle? We'll wait and see on that one. As for Rangers, Van Bronckhorst says there's no chance Aaron Ramsey will play in midfield. So who goes in alongside Glenn Kamara and Joe Aribo? Will it be Kemar Roof? Will it be Cedric Itten up top? Will Calvin Bassey keep his place in front of a fit again? Leon Balogun, so many questions, Jim Duffy, and I can't wait to see it all unfold. Yeah, and, and I don't think too many uh, you know, Rangers fans in particular would have thought at the start of the season that it would be this close uh, in 2022 because Celtic were so far behind uh, the whole drama of trying to get Eddie Howe and they not have the switch. No one had dared advance Postacoglu, but he's done an outstanding job. They're a breath of fresh air to watch. Um, but more importantly, from Celtic's perspective, they've managed to get you know a, a consistency of wins, which has made tonight that extra special, a bit special now, as you'd be only two points in it. But uh, you know, listen, it's an absolutely perfect night for football. The pitch looks magnificent. Uh, let's hope it's a better derby than the other two derbies we saw last night. I'm sure it will be. Um, and listen, it's a very, very tough one to call. As you say, I think team selection will be pivotal. Uh, I think the one guarantee you will have is Alan McGregor, who has been outstanding since he went to Rangers, but had probably his poorest game in the Rangers jersey for a long, long time uh, up at uh, Dingwall. I think he'll definitely start. And, and obviously, he's got, he's got nothing to prove to anyone, but you would, you would imagine his focus and concentration will be paramount tonight. Yeah, there's something special about these fixtures under the lights as well. You need to go back to 28th of December 2011. Here, Celtic beating Rangers 1-0. It was a Joe Ledley header. Mark Wilson had a very good view of that because he was sat in the stand injured for that game as well. But Shock. there's just something about the fact <laughs> that... It's at night, the lights are on, it should be really exciting. Yeah, I know, so it's a perfect night over the last few days, with, you know, the, the winds, the rain, everything and all that, and it's been quite uh, horrible for players to play in. But tonight it's, it's calm, it's, it's, it's almost like a spring night, as I said, and, you know, the atmosphere will be electric, there's no doubt about it. I'm still disappointed from, you know, someone looking at always like the, the opposing fans. I think you've seen the, the, the Hearts Hibs Dundee and the United games last night, the opposition fans. Listen, that's for another, maybe another time to debate. But I still think that adds to the atmosphere. But nevertheless, 60,000 Celtic fans will come here tonight in full voice. As I said, particularly at the start of the game, it will be electric. And uh, I'm sure the game will start at 100 miles an hour. I'll see a few um, old Celtic um, favourites here tonight. You Stan Petrov, we've seen Pierre Van Hoddonk coming in. So again, even when players leave uh, this game, this fixture still is global. You know, it still attracts uh, an interest, um, you know, more than the West of Scotland. Plenty to look forward to and we'll bring you full team news from Celtic Park as soon as we get it. Yeah, Mark Wilson was invited along as one of the greats as well, but it will take more than that to tempt him away from a night exactly. in here yep. until 11 o'clock. Come on, 01419511025. This is what this fixture is all about. For the next couple of hours, you can phone in and say, they're rubbish, my team's going to win 5-0. No, they're rubbish, my team's going to win 5-0. Here's going to play, he's not going to play. I think it's going to be close. Whatever is on your mind now is the time to share it. 01419511025. Are you going along to the game? Unfortunately, that only applies to, to Celtic fans tonight. Are you going along? Pick up the phone. It would be great to hear from you as well. Robbie is a Celtic fan first up. Confident, Robbie. How are you feeling? Good evening, panel. Um, um... I'm going to slightly, if I was to make a predict- prediction, it's a really hard one to predict. 
Um, but I would just slightly edge it towards Celtic. Um, but I wouldn't be disappointed with a draw. Um, but then again, it wouldn't surprise me if Rangers come and soak up the pressure and, you know, they're, they're really, really devastating on the break and, and, and they look like, it might just be that they look like scoring every time they go up the park. That's a possibility. At least I'm, even though I'm a Celtic fan and I'm wanting them to win, I think they might edge the game. I'm just trying to, you know, be fair and balanced here. That, Robbie, uh, you've just covered every eventuality. Yeah. You think Celtic might edge it, but it could be a draw and Rangers might catch <laughs> Celtic in the break and win. You sell for a draw. Th- this is what this fixture does to the mind, Robbie, with a couple of hours to go. It's classic yeah. nervous anxiety, <laughs> Robbie. My advice to you is two Panadol, cup of coffee, and just keep yourself <laughs> calm because this is the, the, the magic of this particular fixture. Jim Duffy touched upon it. This is not just a West of Scotland fixture. This is just not a country coming to a standstill. Globally, in New York now, they'll be gathering to watch this fixture. In Brisbane, they will be gathering to watch this fixture. That's what it's all about. And we should be very grateful that in Ange Postacoglu and Giovanni Van Bronckhurst, we have two managers of such distinction. Giovanni Van Bronckhurst, who's played in everything, everything. Champions League final, World Cup final, Done the lot El Clasico Done the lot Old Firm game Done that as well And Ange Postacoglu has come in here And distinguished himself As the man who took charge of chaos And turned it into a night when He's 90 minutes away from going to the top of the league So It is a fantastic occasion And Robbie has kicked it all off beautifully Because he's tipped an away win A home win And a draw Robbie does Callum McGregor Surprise everyone And lead Celtic out tonight Yes, I think he does. Yeah. I definitely think he does. And just to go on with my last point, I have actually said that I think Celtic will win, so I'm not as if I'm sitting on the fence here, guys. <laughs> You're listening, you sit wherever you like, Robbie. I'm just winding <laughs> anyway, you up. Anyway, we'll get to the, how I think they'll line up. I think that Carl McGregor will come in, but if he doesn't, I wouldn't play James McCarthy. The reason being that I don't, I think James McCarthy will be okay when he's, got, he's actually got the ball and he's got a wee bit of speed time and space but I just think in the transition where Celtic get the ball and I just don't think he's quick enough and I think he's going to need to cover a lot of ground tonight and here's the thing if Carl McGregor doesn't play I would play Juranovic in the whole midfield position um, he's, he was actually a midfielder before he was a, a right back believe it or not and uh, the guy that actually signed him for uh, is it Heinduk Split or whatever that creation team is he actually says that you shouldn't be bored about him if he, if he has to play in midfield. Don't worry about him there because he was actually a brilliant midfielder before he was a fullback. So that's that's for the whole midfield position. I predict that Callum McGregor will play, but if not, I would put Juranovic in there and play Ralston at right back. With regards to the forward line, I, mean, I think he's going to go with Jack Amakis in the middle, Jotto on the left, and Abada on the right. Okay, let's put some of that to the panel. Uh, Robbie, you make some very good points. Let's do a quick straw poll if you like You don't need to elaborate Hugh Keevans Does Callum McGregor make this game? No Mark Wilson Yes Alex Ray No Jim Duffy Yes oh, What a split that is right How many was that? 2-2 <laughs> two, two. Two, two. Oh, I'm going to say it right But Robbie's got the deciding think... vote You've got the deciding vote Having uh, been on the treatment table At Celtic many oh, times Thanks yeah Yeah I know it well um, I, I think when news came out That he trained yesterday was clearly Ange Postacoglu and the medical team seeing how he would react to contact football. That is a contact mark. Uh, if, if, well, if, if Callum's got a face mask on and you're in training, is there any coming together 
within that environment? I, I think they will be willing. I think the, the decision would be done at the weekend has made them willing to consider it. And I think it will come down to Callum McGregor. And if I know Callum McGregor, well, like we all do, desperate to play in every game. He plays so much football over his, over these seasons. He will not want to miss this as captain of Celtic. And no. I think if you put the decision to him, he's playing. Not for one minute would I suggest that uh, Ange Postacoglu would take a risk with the club captain. But it's 10 days since Ange Postacoglu said this was a significant injury Seven days I think Because it, it was after the event It was a couple of days later He described it uh, Eight days maybe I think it was about a week ago I, I would be very surprised uh, Again I don't rule out the fact mm. that uh, uh, Callum Gregor uh, Is the heartbeat of Celtic The club captain I just think it would be dangerous to play him I think clearly Alex I mean yeah. two days ago you wouldn't have argued with that It's been yeah. described as serious It's been described as significant You wouldn't have argued with that But, but There is something in, there's, there's got to be something In the fact that yeah. he trained yesterday And Ange Postacoglu Spoke about him training It just felt Like it was, it was Potentially quite significant yeah, no, Whether listen, he makes it or not listen, He's clearly got a better chance Than we thought of two days yeah. ago No listen I, 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 We all discussed this today as well We were all playing five aside Various uh, old firm players were playing today and that was a topic of discussion Did you we're, do Celtic v Rangers or well, was it a mix? Well it was a wee bit mixed here really nah, wasn't no, it? Uh, this is as close as we got to each other today anyway Matt was on the one in team but um, yeah. but I, I have to say I, I'm with you now listen we don't know the extent and this is the problem because mm. you're guessing so if there's a fracture and it was what eight, eight or nine days ago they actually got that injury if it's a fracture and you play that lad you're running a serious mm. risk of him getting another knock on that now, if it's not a fracture, then you may well take the gamble and it's less of a risk. But we just don't know at the moment mm. what the extent of it was. Going to be interesting. Very interesting indeed. That's just one of the team lineup dilemmas. Let's thank Robbie and bring in John, who's a Rangers fan. Are you confident, John? Uh, mm, a wee bit. <laughs> a wee bit, okay. That's a start. <laughs> that's a start. <laughs> confidence I was in the second of January, but these matches, the form that goes up the Monday, anything can happen. Uh, I thought, I mean, the last game, I thought we Celtic were odds on to win that because we had so many players out. But you never know, it's 90 minutes of frantic pace and madness. But I think for me, uh, it'd be whoever's wingers turn up tonight. If Kent and uh, Diallo turn up, I think we've got a good chance of winning the game. And if Yota and Abada uh, turn up, mm-hmm. they've possibly got a better game. But it might come down to a set piece as well because most of the goals we've scored against Celtic recently have been set pieces. So, but then we've not been great at set pieces recently. So, it's all over the place. But in my head, I'm thinking it possibly might be a draw, but it'll be like a two each. So it's not going to be enough in each ball fest. It's been a long time since we've been a nut in each game. But I certainly hope not. I feel. I don't, it would have been good if Aaron Ramsey was playing tonight, but it's too soon for him. I was on last week saying we needed a couple of players that go right into the first 11, and that was I was on the Thursday and we signed Dallow and Ramsey, so the, the board are backed. The board listened to you, John. It was you. You you, you pressured them into it. Um, With all respect to Joe Hart and Alan McGregor, this can't be a goalless draw. I don't, can't don't, be. don't Of all don't people, just you, you. Come on. Right, we'll get back to that. Um, Alex Ray, are you surprised? Disappointed or fully understanding that Aaron Ramsey has no place tonight? Yeah, I'm disappointed because of the, you know, the the, the kind of emotion that was attached to it. A lot, a lot of people when the, uh, the start of play yesterday was thinking this this is not even going to go off the ground, and then all of a sudden he shows up at Ibrooks late on in uh, Monday night, 
And uh, so you, you take that into account now Clearly they have assessed where he's at And took the decision that they're not going to risk him mm-hmm. Getting into this uh, environment Now the argument would be is there's nine subs Why not fire him in? He may well have played a small part He may well have give the, the players a boost But then you have to rely on the, the management team And then obviously the fitness guys To take the advice from it And the player also mm. For a long time Mark It was very easy to fall into the cliched trap of saying Whoever wins the midfield battle wins it People just say that about every single game yeah. I, I like the fact that John's come on and Actually picked another area of the pitch He's, he's looking at the wingers And yeah. I think that, that for him is, is where it could be won and lost Such an important part of both teams You've got to say In terms of creativity And service in the front man And on the flip side of that The full backs as well You know both sets of full backs Play a huge role In how each team plays Tavernier and Barisic for Rangers Obviously supply that front man Which we think might be Roof Tonight and in the opposite The Celtic one will be interesting Juranovic if he's playing midfield Or he gets a call to play right back Or it's Ralston or Taylor Anyway Whoever wins those battles And stifles the opposition wingers Yeah You've certainly Better just chance Of getting a foothold in the game So many battles all over the pitch Gordon And I think that's the beauty of this You know you look at uh, Internationals throughout the whole Mm. Uh, squads and for me it's really going to be you, but you cannot get away for the midfield battle because if ah, you do so you're not just win that for midfielders yeah, midfielder here, midfielder it no, I'm telling you I've never, seen, I've never seen a team uh, no get a grip of the midfield win it and over, overwhelm the opposition I think it's a, a, a topical conversation that's become particularly uh, salient because of the, the problems that Celtic have you know, but does John not also sum it up because John himself acknowledges that it, a lot of Rangers' success, actually, it, particularly over the last season, was set pieces. I'm sure there were. We stood here many times last season and thought, "Well, Celtic's midfield actually did okay there, or Celtic's front men actually did okay." But the difference in a lot of them, the recent fixtures, mm-hmm. has been set pieces. Well, at set pieces, Celtic remained dodgy, so that will also be a, a factor tonight. But if you're talking about Aribo, uh, Arfield, and Kamara uh, in the middle of the park. And at the other end, you're looking at Hatati, O'Reilly and McCarthy, then I would have to suggest that there's a tremendous lack of experience in the Celtic side and in this particular fixture. You don't want to begin with that. Thank you, John. Plenty more of your calls. And when I say plenty, we're here until 11 o'clock, remember. So I mean plenty. And we'll hear from Ange Postacoglu and Giovanni Van Bronckhurst next. You are the voice of Scottish football. Call 0141-951-1025. Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Mark Wilson, Alex Ray, Hugh Keevans in the studio, Jim Duffy and Andrew McLean at Celtic Park. What more could you ask for? Don't answer that. But anyway, do pick up the phone and let us know how you're feeling ahead of the game. 0141-951-1025. Uh, we're going to hear from the managers very soon. And do you know what? We can't be far away from team news either. Always a really... Important part of the build up to this game Paul is a Celtic fan Are you lucky enough to be going along Paul? Uh, I'm just uh, sitting in my car at the moment God and Eddie going to the ground So, yeah. What are you expecting when you get there then? Uh, well as Chris Sutton said Disco lights <laughs> so, they'll, they'll be on What about, what about the football? <laughs> first time I've played Rangers with the disco lights so. No it's, uh, it's, uh, it's going to be I can't remember a, a, a a Rangers Celtic game that's uh, had as much anticipation and build up and um just wanted to make a couple of points about it. So um so assuming that he's playing, I think the the, the boy Jack Amakis will come good tonight. Um I think he's had a, a sort of difficult start to his time. 
thought um, I think he showed up well on Saturday. I thought he'd actually missed a sit-up until I saw the, the highlights again. It was an absolute wonder save by the United keeper. So I fancy him to cause a bit of trouble. It's a while since we've had a physical presence like that. Uh, and again, you know, Hugh was kind of quick to jump on his bandwagon about he, he wasn't seen and he's, you know, he's, he's not, not, not shown. So it's a, it's a great opportunity for him. I think the manager believes in him. And I think uh, I think he offers us something different. Will he play first of all, Mark Wilson, Jackie Marcus? Um Well, I think he will. Now the other option is obviously you go with Abada through the middle, Forrest on one side, Jota on the other. But I think you need yeah a, a real focal point, somebody to occupy the centre halves. I think he will play tonight. He's shown he can score, but it's huge, huge. Quite quick to point out He's shown he can miss Guilt edge opportunities When he's given time To think about it I think he's an instinctive striker That ball's played across The front From a Bada Forest Or a Jota First touch he's, he's pretty decent at that It's when he gets time But I think To just Be a physical presence Against Goldson If it's Bassey Then I think it's something Celtic will need And he, I think he'll start He's hit or miss And I stand by that He scored three goals Against Johnston Hearts and Alloa And all three Have been f- Really good goals Particularly the one against uh, Hearts at Tynecastle. Absolutely first class finish But On other occasions He's ponderous And If uh, Paul on the line Was given the choice Between Furuhashi Or Giacomacus 100 times out of 100 He'll take Furuhashi Doesn't have that choice yeah. tonight though That's the That's the The problem uh, Jim Duffy Any chance of Maeda 25 minutes for Japan yesterday off a flight. Going to see, will we see much of him? Well, there's a, there's a chance, Gordon, as, as Alec and that said there, and there's nine substitutes, so why not? I mean, if he, if the player himself thinks that, you know, that, I mean, he's, he's used to maybe travel and stuff like that, that, um, you know, he feels okay to contribute, then why wouldn't you have him on the bench? Um, definitely. As far as Jaramakis uh, is concerned, I'm a little bit dumb my, I don't actually think he's, a, a, you know, the. A physical striker actually shoots him with his Celtic player. I think they need that interchange, and I'm, I, I would have been, you know, more inclined to, to think that playing a badder through the middle with Forrest and and uh, Jota either side might might have shoot his Celtic better. If you go back to the last game when Kyogo was wide, um, he didn't influence the game. As soon as he went through the middle, started really creating problems for Rangers, and I think that uh, you know players that run down the side of him, come off him, you know, you know, sharp, uh, you know, a different type of player. I think like any any centre backs like to play against big physical strikers. It's, it's an easier an easier um, contest. Whereas people who well, move Jim, around. Well, I will interrupt you there because mm. we have breaking team news yeah. here from Celtic Park. We have the Celtic and the Rangers team. I'll start mm-hmm. with the home side captain Callum McGregor, who got a significant injury as Ange Postecoglou described it not too long ago. He starts for Celtic tonight in the middle of the park. The striker that's chosen to play through the middle is Jorgos Jakimakis as well. And on the bench, Dyson Maeda back. He played for Japan just yesterday, but he is back for Celtic and he's on the bench. So the Celtic team starting in goal. Joe Hart, the back four, Josip Juranovic, Cameron Carter-Vickers, Carl Starfelt and Greg Taylor. The midfield three, Callum McGregor, Rio Hitati and Matt O'Reilly. And it'll be Leila Bada and Jota either side of Jorgos Jakimakis. The substitutes for Celtic, Bain, Scales, Sorrow, McCarthy, Maeda, Forrest, Ralston, Welsh and young Ben Doak. 
As for Rangers, just one change from the team that drew three all with Ross County at the weekend. It's Cedric Itton that drops out of the starting lineup, and it's Kemar Roof that comes in for them. So Alan McGregor in the starting lineup in goal. It's James Tavernier, Connor Goldson, Calvin Bassey, and Borna Barisic the back four. The midfield three: Glenn Kamara, Scott Arfield, and Joe Aribo. And it's Ryan Kent and Ahmad Diallo either side of Kemar Roof. Substitutes for Rangers tonight, McLaughlin, Balogun, Lundstrom, Jack, Davis, Sands, Lowry, Itton and Sakala. The referee tonight is Bobby Madden. Jim, you have the privilege of being the first to react to that. What stands out for you? Well, obviously the standout is Celtic's captain coming back in. You know, there was a debate about it. Obviously the guys in the studio were discussion. Obviously the medical staff, he's probably the MRI scans. But I don't think they would take any risk. I think he's too important a player not just as a player but as a person as well you just wouldn't take that unless you are 100% convinced that you're okay so I'm sure he's done all the tests done all the proper um, you know uh, health, health checks to make sure he's 100% to go and he's such an influential player uh, and uh, a different type of leader but nevertheless still a leader on that pitch Callum McGregor starts as does Jorgos Jakimakis for Celtic and it's Kemar Roof prepared up front for Rangers you've been waiting for this for weeks Celtic fans Rangers fans who would play and now you know so pick up the phone and give us your reaction Paul good time to be hanging on the line your captain starts you've got your wish Jakimakis as well how big a boost is the return of Callum McGregor uh, I think one thing you can say about Ange Postacoglu is he's a decisive manager and he shows leadership I mean I think it's a Pretty big gamble, but he gambled on Saturday be, be making substitutions at half-time, almost premium-esque in the sense that he's, he's on belief in himself. Um, so, I mean, I, I just thought, I agree with Jim, it's got to be a kind of uh, health and safety thing, first of all, the safety of the player, but he's, he's inspirational, uh, he's so so important, especially given the lack of experience in the Celtic team, O'Reilly, uh, the Japanese guys, um no, even people like Greg Taylor haven't played in that many old firm games. So, yeah, it's a massive, massive decision, um, and he could stand or fall by it in terms of the result. How big a boost is this for Celtic? You uh, massive in terms of the reaction that the, we get from the crowd. Uh, what about the impact on the team? Well, McGregor, as I said earlier on, is the heartbeat of Celtic, and when you are asked, do you think you play? We are not privy to what Ange Postacoglu has in front of him. That's the information from the medical team. You have to assume that he is 100% fit to play. Ange in the past has received criticism for sending out Furuhashi uh, when he wasn't fully fit and admitted he got it wrong. Um, But this is a very important night the, the, the symbolism of this night is incredible if Celtic can knock Rangers off the top of the league months after Ange Postacoglu inherited chaos and shambles then it would be a pivotal night and he's gone with his captain and I think the reaction of 60,000 Celtic fans initially will be Amazing to behold I mean Mark Any game like this When you think you're not going to have your captain And you do It's going to be a big deal But particularly At a time when The deputy Who would be near Beaton Is suspended The other deputy Who Could maybe shuffle things around And you know Move midfielders around Tom Rogic is unavailable David Turnbull is unavailable And with no disrespect Lots of people just don't feel like James McCarthy can come in And, and do that So Particularly tonight 
how much does will this and I'm not saying it will pan out this way how much will this feel like a game changer to the Celtic fans going along it, it certainly will um, I, I disagree a bit with Hugh when he says he he must be 100% fit to play I think there's no way Callum McGregor can be 100% fit to play Well listen, I, I was, these conversations are difficult Because you then start pretending that you're a sort of medical expert And, and, and you're not, none, none of us are No, I just wonder I, if we should make the distinction though It's not a muscle injury So yeah. I imagine, and again you're having to read between the lines You imagine the conversation is Look, I don't know, is he going to come out with a protective mask on? Yeah, possibly so, so, so that's what I mean look, you There is risk, no way it's not, is it, Will it make it any worse? Kyogo went on with a, maybe a tight hamstring and it, it turns into you yeah. know a tear or whatever. But, I'd, I, but there's no speculating. way. It, there's no way you can recover. I know you're saying we're speculating. Mm-hmm. There's no way you can re- recover from a significant facial injury within seven days. So we know it's a calculated risk. Yeah, but what, that's what but I mean, it's the right what, risk. What is recovery? You know, has he recovered enough to play a game of football? That, yeah, that's, that's I, I, I was the one that says I, I thought he'd play mm-hmm. as soon as he's put in that training pitch yesterday. And Ange Postecoglou comes out and says, "Yeah, he trained." Well, it was obvious that. It may sound funny From the, the neck down He's fit to play But it's getting that movement right And if there is Minimal contact Can he handle it That's why I believe That the question would have been To Callum McGregor How do you mm. feel Do you feel like you can compete And of course he says yes And it's I hope it's the right mm. decision I think it will be The right decision uh, I want to squeeze in one more Thank you to Paul Enjoy the game Mark is a Rangers fan On the line How much confident uh, how much more confident or, or less confident are you, Mark? Having heard the teams, what do you make of it? Um, actually, really, <laughs> I'm actually really very confident. Um, that's quite funny because for half of the season, um, most of the Celtic supporters that I know or I've heard every time they've had a bad game um, are bemoaning the fact that Callum McGregor's the club captain. So him coming back in doesn't doesn't bother me at all. Um, when has that happened this season, Mark? Well, you know, I mean, um, uh, I, I, you know, I've, uh, I live in Coatbridge, so obviously I've got <laughs> predominantly mm. most of my friends are Celtic supporters. And, um, you know, every time they drop points, every time they've had a bad game, um, Callum McGregor's no captain. We should never be the club captain. But again, I don't watch them, so I don't really know. Um, I actually think Callum McGregor's a cracking player, but I'm actually only, almost only going on the food feedback from, from pals mm. who, who don't, don't seem to rate him. I'm, I'm honestly, not overly fussed on who Celtic put out because Rangers went into the season with a much stronger squad. I actually think we've got a better squad now than we had at the start of January. Um, we've got a far, far better um, starting 11 on bench than we did when we won the last Old Firm game. And I would say that um, if anything, Celtic have got a, a weaker team than they had in the last Old Farm game because they had players like Kyogo and and Edward in the team. And I'm a big fan of Kyogo's. I mean, he would be the player that, that would worry me. The fact that he's not there, um, I think, so is a is a big a big big difference. It's an interesting way of looking at it because personnel wise, maybe Celtic, you know, well they are they're missing Rogic and Turnbull sure. and, and Kyogo, Alex, but they have added O'Reilly, Hatati. Um, I think Jota since then Is it not more about Where they are in terms of how they've progressed as a team Because yeah I mean Mark's right to to mention the individuals But they just seem to be a bit better now Ultimately than than they were then Did they not? For me they've got more options Gordon I think that's a key thing for Celtic You look at their bench You know they've got more options in in that area as well Obviously at the top end of the pitch Maeda comes in Which a wee bit of a surprise Due to the fact that he played yesterday And he's obviously done all the, the travelling uh, They may call upon him uh, later on in the game But listen, they've brought Jotter into the mix as well A look at the Rangers team, Gordon 
uh, and I see a lot of seasoned pros, a lot of guys that have been over the course and distance. And I think when you go into these fixtures, it's quite important because it's going to be so hostile. You know, it's a full house uh, with Celtic fans there, and they're going to have to, uh, you know, handle the situation as well. I'm looking forward to seeing the wee boy uh, Diallo come off the yeah. off the side. Yeah. What about your own team, Mark? I'm not sure there were too many surprises. There was a half a debate about Alan McGregor over the weekend. The manager uh, put that to bed. Diallo plays. Balogun doesn't make it Bassey starts instead Kamal Roof up front in, Instead of Eton What do you make of, of Rangers team? I, you know I think it's great And I actually think The very fact that we've got The likes of Jack and Davis uh, Balogun on the bench We've got the pace of Sakawa To come off the bench If we need it But I actually think Through through the team um, one, one of the things Gordon is these Most of these guys Have played in And won All of the last Four, five, six Old Farm games As well So it's not like They don't have Old Farm experience um, I, I, I know You've got young boys Like Abada and Jodo That you know Against St Mirren Or Dundee At Parkhead Look exciting But none of them Have been on an, a winning team In an Old Farm game And that's a that's a massive, massive difference, and um, and the other thing, Gordon, just to, just just to Make say, it is, quick if you can, a bit late sure. for the travel. One, on you go. One, one, one of the things that people are forgetting is this Rangers team have only lost one of the last sixty-one league games of playing. Yeah, and that's a mentality that's hard to break down. Okay, it's a fair, very fair point indeed. We've got the teams. That's when you know it's happening. It's getting close. All the pre-match talk, all the predictions, all the hopes and wishes about who will play. It's all done now. We know the team. And we are one hour away from kickoff. Keep the calls coming in. 0141-951-1025. This is Scottish football's league leader, Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Hugh Evans, Mark Wilson, and Alex Ray have just realised that they definitely are here until eleven o'clock. I wasn't joking. We're, we're running. And by the way, I think either my arithmetic's let me down, or I, I got a bit excited about the time that I came into the building. So I put something on Instagram about six hours of. Polite discussion And mutual understanding Coming up And people are replying Going What are you on till midnight I should have said Five mm. hours it's I've already done One of those shifts When Scotland qualified The midnight one How difficult it was To get to sleep after it Because of the adrenaline So let's hope tonight Sorry you sleep oh, all night I, Not I, the same I've, I, I've made provision for that At home <laughs> A glass of red <laughs> I thought he was going to bring it in That was my worry <laughs> Oh maybe not worry Right let's bring in David Rangers fan In Bears Den how would you sum up your feelings with an hour to go until kick-off, David? Uh, hi, good evening, guys. Hello. Um, this is a stick-on for Celtic tonight. I'm seen as a Rangers fan. Right. Right? It's got to be It's okay. got to be a stick-on. I'll tell you the reason why. Mm-hmm. Even a draw for Celtic tonight would be like a defeat. 60,000 fans, no opposition fans, best striker at Rangers missing, the best defender at Rangers missing. I know uh, Furuhashi and Roger will be missing. Good players, great players, in fact. Certainly for Celtic this season. But this is a stick-on for Celtic. It's got to be... I would see this psychologically. If Celtic come away with even a draw tonight, that's like a defeat. And I think if Rangers even get out of there with a draw tonight, that will give them absolutely fantastic result under the circumstances. The thing about fans, David, they can't score at one end and they can't keep them out at the other. So if you've got the, the, the players who are better than mm. the other team's players... Then you can win the football match. If you had the if you had the choice though, if you had the choice to play in front of a hundred percent of your fans, yeah. you would take it. I was at uh, Ibrox once. No, I know, but you're, you're, I know that you're about to pick examples of when it doesn't work out. But I'll ask the question one more: If you had the choice between a hundred percent of your fan base or not to give you the best chance of winning, that's what you take, isn't the, it? That would be the definition of home advantage. But I'm telling you, it doesn't work. 
Because I'll go back to the game at Ibrox that I was talking about. No, but, no, no but, but again, no one's saying it works no, in 100% here, of the game. I'm not here all night until you, I, you force me to agree with I'm you. I'm not asking I'm, you to agree. I'm, I'm talking about where the goalposts are in the debate. No one is would, at, no, no one is saying that it works 100% of the time. So when you, you would, keep telling me examples said, of times that it doesn't work, no one's saying you, that. Only once can I say to you, yes, of course you would take 60,000 of your own fans. But it offers no... Cast iron, 100%, 18 carat, guarantee of a home yeah, win. Because nothing does. <laughs> ultimately. Exactly. Listen, if if I was a player, I would want all my fans there. Whether it guarantees a win or not, I'm not too well, of sure. Of course it doesn't guarantee a win. No, no, I know that. And I agree with you, Gordon. So uh, for me, it's... Uh, it's obviously an advantage because you've obviously got these guys roaring you on. There's no one there to even if you score a goal tonight, there's no one you can actually run to. But on the flip side of that, if you can get a goal early doors, then it obviously keeps them very quiet. And I think that'll be the idea. I'm not, I'm not having David saying it's a stick on for Celtic. Like you kind of get away from the fact. It was at market was just on the line saying Rangers have lost one game and sixty-one, uh, 61 games. Rangers are a good side, so I get the sixty thousand Celtic fans there. And that may be seen as an advantage But the game of football is played on the pitch Like you says, between the players And it's two very good teams So nothing is a stick on in these games And yeah, uh, you know, maybe just try to play a bit of psychological mind games there yeah, David, I wonder, you just I'm interested in the way you frame this Because usually it's all about, you know, my team can do it I've got confidence, we're the best Is this some sort of weird reverse psychology? Protecting yourself if it doesn't go your way? Not at all, Gordon. Let's be honest, right? It's Matt Wilson's played professional football. So is Alec Reid. To be fair, obviously the two of them know the game well. And if you've played at home, it's an advantage. Never mind having 60,000 fans. So right away, Celtic are at advantage. That's what home's all about. Well, that Rangers, is... Rangers also haven't lost one of these fixtures in over two years. It's 787 days, David. I get that, Gordon. But when you've got 60,000 fans cheering you on, you only need one win to get to the top of the league. You're playing your rivals. They're weakened by two key players missing, and you've got 60,000 fans cheering you on. So even if Rangers back off and, and play 10 or 11 behind the ball, the bottom line is you've got 60,000 fans cheering that team on. Even if they go a goal down, they've still got 60,000 fans cheering them on. David, this is where I will back you, because the, that, like as you do, do see it, it doesn't, it doesn't guarantee that whether no. you know Rangers are ahead or behind. No. They can uh, only make so much difference. We're talking about marginal gains, are we not? Yeah, of course. I, I said to you on Saturday, Celtic, I would imagine Dundee United had maybe one, two thousand fans inside Celtic Park. Celtic, the whole game, and very nearly made a big mistake. But David, can I ask you, did you play professional football? I'm actually junior football, my friend. I, I was apprentice. I managed to get to apprentice level. Well, anyway, forgive me, but I'll have to discard that. You didn't play professional football, uh, but you did say that you would take the word of uh, Alec and uh, Mark because they are ex pros. Um, but you've come on here and offered the guarantee that uh, this is a sticker one for Celtic. So, on what do you base that? Because you didn't play professional. No, you're right, but I did play football to be fair, and I think I think I've been to plenty of. So did I, but you wouldn't take my word for anything, would you? Yeah, yeah, let me finish, please. What I'm saying to you is, I think we all know that when you've got home advantage, and sixty thousand is the biggest crowd you can get in this country. If you have all those fans in your stadium, and you're a team that's trying to get to the top of the league, that's the whole point of it. And you're playing your biggest rivals. If you're trying to tell me that's not an advantage, I think. I really believe that Celtic must be thinking, and the fans will be thinking, we won't get a better chance in a win tonight against this Rangers team yeah. than what we're going to get tonight. Yeah. And if they fail, if they fail you, see if they fail. 
that will be like a defeat, even if they draw. It'll be like a defeat, and it'll give Rangers a huge boost if Rangers can get out of there even with a point. I hope the Rangers uh, players, Alex, don't yeah, think it's a well, stick-on win for Celtic. That would be, I, I, that was would actually, be quite I was, something. I was thinking that, Gordon, because uh, the Rangers players are beginning this way plenty of confidence due to the fact that they haven't lost against Celtic for uh, over two years. Uh, so there's a there's a confidence, there's a belief there. You just go back several years prior to that two-year window and they were getting absolutely battered on a regular basis. So what I said earlier on is this is actually a very strong, competent Rangers team. You know, they're missing one or two players, possibly Hollander at left centre-back. And Morelos would probably be the other one that comes in. But in the main, this is a very kind of seasoned team that I'm looking at. We, we, we touched on earlier on about the Celtic as well. You've got Hatati, you've got O'Reilly. Um, just trying to think who else. Uh, did the Badder play in the first game? He did, didn't he? He played at Ibrook. So, yeah. so it's probably only a couple of players uh, that are hmm. new to this. Yakimatis wouldn't have sampled this either, I wouldn't imagine. So, stick on win for Celtic, Jim Duffy. Yeah. Yeah, well, obviously, I mean, it's a, it's a very negative thought for, from 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 David as, as a Rangers fan. But the one thing I, I do agree with is that Celtic do have an advantage. Of course, they do. I mean, I mean, Alec, uh, uh, Mark, they'll tell you if Alec is in for a 50-50 tackle and there's absolutely deathly silence when he goes through someone, then you think, well, what's the matter there? Whereas if you, if your fans are cheering you because you went through it, the adrenaline gets pumped a little bit more. There's a wee bit more of an edge to the game. So I think there is, I mean, if Rangers do a couple of good passes, it's quiet. If they have a shot at goal, just because over the bar, there's nothing. But if Celtic do the same, there's a roar, there's an anticipation. Um, and, and I do think that helps. There's, there's no doubt about that. Listen, for, for the best part of two years, there were so many games we had no fans there. Uh, and you could definitely see the drop in intensity. So I, I, I do believe that Celtic have an advantage tonight. But the one thing I don't uh, I disagree with is, if it's a draw tonight, I don't think that's going to have any significant bearing on the psychological aspect from Celtic. I don't think it'll be demoralised. I think getting into the running, if, if Celtic are still only two points behind Rangers, I, I still think it'll go you know, right to the wire. And that's what we want. We want it to be dramatic. We want it to be exciting. Uh, we all look forward to these encounters, provided you're not in either dressing room. Beat the pundit with the Scottish Sun. For the best football news and opinion online, the Scottish slash football. Thank you to David. It's time for the first big match of the night. Before that other small, insignificant one in the east end of Glasgow, let's get the big game out of the way. It's beat the pundit 01419511025, and the lines close at seven, so be quick if you fancy your chances. Tackle the headlines. 01419511025. Clyde One Super Scoreboard Alex Ray, Hugh Keevans and Mark Wilson I mean even Jim Duffy's there But we'll spare him I think uh, For Beat the Pundit Since he's just leisurely uh, Enjoying the game tonight It's 01419511025 On the phones We're here until 11 o'clock 43 minutes to kick off Between Celtic and Rangers We've got plenty more build up With your phone calls We've got the game During which you are more than welcome To call during that if you want and then afterwards, as soon as that full-time whistle goes, you've got until 11 o'clock to get it all off your chest. Let's quickly do this first. Beat the Pundit with the Scottish Sun. For the best football news and opinion online, thescottishsun.co.uk slash football. Three pundits, one cup. <laughs> Never thought I'd say that. We've got the Callum Bell number one super scoreboard producer. Aww. Mug, good to see that he's not self-obsessed or anything like that. Uh, I don't know who bought him that. It certainly wasn't me. Um, but anyway... Your names are in it Lovely So I can't toss the coin tonight Let's see who's going to play Against John and Peebles How's it going John? Yeah How's, how's yourself guys? Yeah, all good John How? What, what are you more confident of You beating the pundit Or your team Rangers Getting a win tonight? Uh, 
Rangers win, of course. No, I don't know why. You might be a particularly knowledgeable chap. Let's find out who you play. It is going to be. Oh, Mark Wilson. Oh, look at, oh, look at his face. Well, this is a sign of things to come tonight, John. Is your face red because you're nervous about Beat the Pundit or because your shirt and jumper combination was ambitious for a six hour stint in here with Hell. three other guys? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't think that's true. <laughs> yeah. Straight through the office you, here. This is one uh, of the best I've seen you. Ah, uh, thanks. Yeah. Very busy. Is that attached? Is that a shumper or are those separate items? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh no, it's not separate. Yeah, it's attached. A shumper. Yeah. A shumper. Okay, yeah, just, yeah. just checking. I'm not judging. Just, just, just wanting to clear that up. Everyone's getting mental. Picture of me. No idea what's going on. Invention. Anyway, right. Let's go for uh, some silence. Some Clyde two, uh, I should say, for Mark Wilson, so that he can't hear the answers. John, thirty seconds. Answer as many as you can. And if you don't know, pass quickly and move on to the next one. All right. Excellent. Right. No let's go. Oh, what's happened to your Press the mouse with Callum Bell's mug that he's left on the desk. Right, 30 seconds on the clock and your time starts now. <laughs> Who scored more goals against Rangers, Scott Sinclair or Tom Rogic? Tom Rogic. Who was the last Rangers player to score two or more in an Old Firm game? Kmart Roof. Which SPFL side play their home games at Fourth Bank Stadium? Sterling Albion. Name any current English Championship manager who used to manage Hibs. Oh, pass What's Partick Thistle's mascot called? Pass Which club does Kyle Lafferty play for currently? Kilmarnock Who scored Motherwell's 91st minute equaliser last night? Kevin Van Veen I know it wasn't him but I'm not passing <laughs> Had to get that question in there didn't we? Right, Mark Wilson can you hear us? Yes 30 seconds to you, you ready? Okay <laughs> What's wrong? Are you nervous? Are you confused? Looking face it now I'm used to going Dale but Hugh's quizzical look there Poker face. Can yeah. I, I'm just about to put you off even more Why? You're not usually in here on a Wednesday night are you? No. Do you know what Wednesday night is? What? It's Gordon Dale's bath night So right now Right now Now don't let this put you off oh, I'm, I've right already got an image He is listening And critiquing yeah, your performance In the water From the bath No, no And no. he will let you know all about it tomorrow that's, that's, No? Okay That's disgusting Right 30 seconds Starts now uh, Who scored more goals against Rangers Scott Sinclair or Tom Rogic? Uh, Scott Sinclair Who was the last Rangers player to score two or more goals in an old firm game? Oh Davis Which SPFL side play their home games at Fourth Bank Stadium? Sterling Albion Name any current championship manager in England who used to manage Hibs Pass What's Partick Thistle's mascot called? Uh, Jaggy (laughs) What club does Kyle Lafferty play for? Come on No The bath has done you there The bath has absolutely Look at him He's a nervous wreck A nervous wreck What's the name of that mask? Ah, I know the name of the mascot Honestly That question comes up On Beat the Pundit That's because you're a a Bag of jaggies Trying to do that Honestly Terrible That question comes up Every couple of months And you never get to it John Uh, Paul Heckenbottom Was the other one John have you done enough? I don't know Paul Heckenbottom That came into my head When Mm. I can catch your gun First one's 50-50 right I I, I think the the first one's Always crucial Mm. And you went for Different one each Different one So Rogic or Sinclair Who scored more Mark went Sinclair John went Rogic Scott Sinclair's got four mm. Tom Rogic He's got five Has he? You're 1-0 down Lucky guess John Well done Who was the last Rangers player to score Two or more in an old firm game? It was Kamar Roof You're 2-0 down 
It's a long road Terrible back Terrible start to the evening <laughs> Who plays at Fourth Bank? Sterling Albion yeah. Yes you got that But you're still two down You had the choice of Hecking Bottom John or, get that as or, well No he didn't Well then How could I well, still be two down? Yeah he got Fourth Bank What? Yeah yeah John knows his stuff I mean weirdly John just like Rattled in three goals of a head start And then took his foot off the gas Wasn't really bothered <laughs> after that Because um, he didn't get Paul Heckingbottom Or Tony Mowbray He didn't get Kingsley Jaggy Seriously uh, honestly, he'll be splashing about having all sorts of fun of this. Let me tell you, um, you both knew that Kyle Lafferty played for Kilmarnock, so it's four-two. I mean, John even got through more questions. You were all over the place. Motherwell's ninety-first minute equaliser was Ross Tierney. John, uh, you oh, didn't need it. You got four. He only got two. DL has almost drowned himself in delight, and <laughs> the sign ball is on its way to Peebles. Well done. Can I just say, Gordon? Mm-hmm. That's uh, Mark and Alex I've beaten out Thanks for calling Cheerio Good man John Cheers John John. We're also sending Signed balls To every far flung Corner of the country So has that Three defeats this week One was Peebles One was Gala And the other one was Somewhere else Mm. It's a tribute To the size of The listening audience Yes Indeed Indeed it is Um Honestly, I can, I can hear the splashing from here. Seriously, well, him and his duck. I, I, he's got a wee rubber me. duck called called Willow. Actually, that he takes. I, I, with him. I want nowhere near the bath with that guy. <laughs> but seen the seen the confused look in both these guys' faces before the questions came to me. Told me they were going to be difficult, and they were. You know, I was caught off guard. I'm not used to Wednesday night. Usually, I'm relaxing. You know, listening. Listen in Celtic will need I'll a be better tomorrow. performance than that Jim Duffy Is it starting to fill up already? I mean what we're 35 minutes away But I'm sure the anticipation's getting there Yeah of course uh, I mean I think the, the Green Brigade uh, In the corner as you, as you know I think that's a standing area now isn't it? And um, you know Yeah of course they're, They've got the flags They're starting the, the singing Yeah I mean it's um, You know of course There's still many thousands to come in But yeah as a as I say, it was a beautiful night, and I, I know a lot of fans had to come a bit earlier because they've got to get the, the vaccine passports and all these sort of things got double checked. So I'm sure the the, the the normal circumstances where people are rushing in in the last 20 minutes will be uh, that that'll be for the past. I don't think that'll be returning anytime soon, God. Yeah, I mean, Mark Wilson, the last time we played under the lights, if you like, was 2011. And it was Joe Ledley that, that scored I think you had some part to play in an, in an eight-time game just before that But that doesn't really matter Because that wasn't the last one It wasn't the most recent um, Does it add something to the occasion? I think it does um, Just the atmosphere seems a wee bit different You know, the build-up throughout the day is different Of course, there have been a, a lot more hours For the players, it's different as well Because it's a different way of managing it Now, in my time there, I've played in a few of these games that we would um, we tried different approaches, but most of the time we went down to Barrafield and we had a wee training session, we bit of light stuff, and then back to the hotel for a sleep. Obviously, that's much different to a twelve o'clock mm. kick off on a Sunday or a or a one pm. So I mean, the Celtic team did arrive at Celtic Park at midday today. At midday, and got so, on team buses. So yeah. Hotel, lunch, nap, whatever it yeah. was. I'm not hundred percent sure. I'd imagine that's what it looked like. Yeah, it looks like that. I, I preferred that, you know, because See, we used to that though from European nights, though. I suppose does yeah, this just yeah. feel then like a European night? To, it to the, it to certainly the is. But uh, as much as we say about the atmosphere in the European night at Celtic Park, I mean, these games are are different level. Jim, and there's no way fans Jim Duffy was speaking there And the Celtic team Obviously yeah. came out To begin the warm up And Jim the noise Was quite something And that's just 35 minutes Before the yeah, kick off Exactly And Andrew McLean I guess Callum McGregor Led them out And I am no medical expert But I'll be amazed If he's not wearing Some sort of Protective face covering 
Yeah, he's doing his best sort of Phantom of the Opera impression really there. It's a, a white mask he's got on, sort of covering the, the top half of his face. So he's in the starting lineup. Of course, he's out there warming up and he will wear that during the game tonight. Uh, yeah, he, the, the, the most famous always going to be. With Alec Niver kids, the most famous masked man. Oh, hold on, hold on. Mr. Lone Ranger. <laughs> oh, <laughs> you've just been done. I can't believe he's putting in his bracket. With having a slightly older kid than you, yes. the most famous man was the masked man was the Lone Ranger, but you can't call Callum McGregor the Lone Ranger, so he's a phantom of the opera instead. All, mm-hmm. all joking aside, right? That, that must be quite difficult to wear a mask in terms of your vision and and the way Horrific. you move. And and, and Callum McGregor, of course, the position he plays, Not like the way you, he plays. You'd have to feel backs only have to look up and up well, the straight line. Way, just we could wear a patch <laughs> and the other eye and like a pirate and and play one way. But Callum McGregor has to swivel and see so. I'm guessing yesterday he wore the mask in training to get used to it, but it's certainly different in the game. Ah, we've seen it, haven't we, Alex? Yeah. Kevin De Bruyne did it recently. He's not bad either. Yeah, um, yeah I'm, whilst I'm not sure anyone could pretend that it makes absolutely no difference and he won't even notice it, it's just one of those things. A, a relatively small price to yeah. play, I guess. Gordon, I, would, I haven't worn one of these these things, but I would imagine because when you're focused on the game, you know, you're so kind of... Tuned into what's actually going on around about you. I, I actually think he'll become unaware of that mask, but on his face. You know, I don't think it will. Adrenaline and, and everything, so on, Gordon. Yeah. You know, you, but there's tackles, there's shots. You're trying to track runners. All, all the things that go on within a game. I don't think it'll really be too much of an issue unless he clearly gets a knock on it. Well, let's bring in Jimmy, who's a Rangers fan. Jimmy, we've had all sorts. Of, the way it used to be, you know, we've had Celtic fans who're confident, Rangers fans who're confident, and, and a Rangers fan who says it's a stick-on win for Celtic and it will be a big blow to them if they don't win it. What, what's your take on all this? I'm, I'm very confident tonight, but before I go to my point, the guy David, for me, is never a Rangers fan. If he's a real Rangers fan, I'll eat Shug's bonnet. What a kind of oh. comment for a Rangers fan to come on and say Celtic this stick on. Don't come on and, and, and criticise the team like that. Come on and support your team and say you might have a hard game tonight. But I would tell you, guys, I don't see a hard game for Rangers tonight. I think the team I've got tonight is more than capable of winning two, maybe even three nothing tonight. I don't see anything in the Celtic team that frightens Rangers. I know that um, Rangers haven't been uh, setting ahead of them for the last few games, but I'm very confident the team will get there. And it's near a full-strength team as we're going to have. And I can't see by Rangers and I, I'm still sticking by a 2 or 3 nothing. Is that, is, that not, is that not it though, John? I mean, you said you don't see anything to fear. Uh, then you said, I know Rangers haven't been setting the, the heather alight. I, I would guess anyone who is confident about Celtic, whoever they may be, it's probably just because they feel that Rangers are a little bit below par and Celtic are in, in good form. Is there nothing in that logic? No, my name's Jimmy, no John. Oh, sorry, um, my apologies. There was uh, another John uh, on my screen. It just confused me. Uh, right. Very sorry. Uh, Jimmy Muller, you can't forget that name. <laughs> right. um, no, listen, I mean, I've, I've not got any fear of what Celtic's put up uh, the day. I know I say the likes of that the Rangers haven't been set in the hell on fire, but Rangers will show the true team that they are. And they've shown the training that they have been in the last uh, season. I don't see anything in the Celtic, even with the players that are missing. They're talking about Furahashi and players like that. I don't fear them. And Rangers players will not fear them tonight. Look, 60,000 Celtic fans will be screaming their hearts out tonight for a Celtic win. But I think they'll go home tonight very sad because I, I can see us beating them quite easily tonight. We've got too much firepower uh, for them. And um, you're talking about Callum McGregor. It's a big risk. That shows you that. Um, Hans Postacoglu is taking a big risk by having uh, Callum McGregor, who was a, a voted the best player in Scotland. I don't know where that came from, but he's never that anyway. Um, 
I don't see anything, guys, that will convince me that it's not going to be a 2 or 3 nothing victory for Rangers. And I hope I'm right because I'll be back on the show after the, the final whistle because they're on to 11 o'clock. Listen, everybody is more than welcome to brag about their, their predictions. predictions. It, Hugh, and that, that's the beauty of it. We will yeah. find out. The only thing I would say about Jimmy's Jimmy's theory, and it, by the way, it may turn out to be true, but I'm pretty sure on Saturday morning, Rangers fans didn't see anything to fear from the Ross County team. Yeah. It just, just, it's just football for you. If, you. if you're not at it and the other team are either bang at it or take their chances... Get a bit of whatever it may be, or you make mistakes, then of course, not not a soul saw a 3 3 coming up at Dingwall. Uh, and, and Jimmy will have to get over the fact that somebody came on and contradicted his opinion because the essence of this program is people having their individual opinion. Uh, so Jimmy can't deny the existence of democracy. Uh, having delivered his case, he then says, I hope I'm right. In other words, nobody can give you a 100%. Guarantee of anything Particularly in this fixture And Jimmy has at least said I hope I'm right So therefore it, He's not absolutely convinced himself You've given us The, the um, It's an uncomfortable question Perhaps Alex You've given us the positive case For Rangers Because yeah. it's Because it's Well it's obvious They're the champions They're two points clear They've lost once in 60, 60 games They've got players there Who've been over the course And distance What is the is there any nagging doubt What would be the fear If there is any for you Well obviously Losing the goals In the manner What they do You know It's important that the back line Defend better than what they did At the weekend And just cut out The, the fundamental basics Gordon I think middle to front And uh, you know Middle to front I think Rangers look pretty good uh, As I said I, I agree with Jimmy in the line In terms of The tried and trusted You've got guys That are over the course And distance but when you say the opposition, you you have to be respectful to guys like Jota, who who's came in and been sensational. You look at Abada's impact as well. You look at Callum McGregor. For me, Callum McGregor is one of the standout players in Scotland. Uh, I, I look at what he brings to the table. I think he's been very good uh, over the the, the piece. Uh, and, you know, defensively, they look rather sound. However, on the, the flip side, I've said going forward, Rangers on Diallo and Kent, Roof. I think they can cause that backline uh, problems. I'm really excited about the game, and I'm really looking forward to it, Gordon, just because of where both teams are at. Should be a cracker. Thank you, Jimmy. I will not forget that was Jimmy on the line, 01419511025. Before we go any further, yes, it could be a significant night psychologically. Yes, it could be a significant night in the league table, but it could be a significant night for this as well. Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Golden goals. As if this competition wasn't exciting enough, we are upping the ante tonight. We're upping the stakes. It's Clyde One Super Scoreboard's Golden Goals. You could win a huge cash prize at the end of the season, and that total all depends on how many goals Celtic or Rangers score between now and the end of the campaign. Now we're already sitting at five thousand pounds after just three weeks, and for tonight's match, it's a big match. So big stakes We're going to put £500 into the pot For every goal scored tonight Imagine it's a four-all draw An eight-goal thriller And that pot will be looking quite remarkable So after tonight's game uh, It hopefully will be sitting pretty And one lucky person wins the lot Tax-free at the end of the season But you have to do the following To enter text GOAL to 61025 That's G-O-A-L to 61025 It's £2 to text Plus your standard message rate Over 18s only Full terms and online entry Are at Clyde1.com The lines close 6pm Scottish Cup final day Saturday The 21st of May So you might as well Just do it just now Don't hang about Text GOAL to 61025 Taking your calls On Scottish football 0141 This is Clyde1 Super Scoreboard
Jim Duffy's at the game alongside Andrew McLean, Hugh Keevans, Mark Wilson, Alex Ray are in the studio And we're about to bring in Colin from Airdrie as a full house Let me quickly give you tonight's full time teaser I mean, by goodness sake, between... I think I'll ban <laughs> Jim Duffy from taking part because you don't need any help And Andrew McLean is pretty smart and he'll help him out and it's just going to be too easy I want to see you three suffer uh-huh. So they can just sit back And enjoy if that's the right word Are we talking about the same Andrew McLean? No he's, he knows his stuff He's decent Right okay Can you name the last 10 Englishmen To play in an old firm game? It's very simple Can you Not, uh, not including current players Name the last 10 Englishmen To play in an old firm Scott game Scott Sinclair Scott Sinclair Is indeed one of them Well done Hugh Barton and Hill Joey Barton And Clint Hill are not in the last 10 Would you believe? That's um, astonishing Oh mm, Quite something isn't it? The Worrell Joe Worrell Not who I thought you would go for next But yeah fair enough Wow What a shout that is Thanks very much Mark are you going to bring anything to the uh, table? You no, still I'm rocked enjoying, from your, your beat the pun I'm enjoying these two Yeah From uh, Alan Thompson Now <laughs> 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 um, I'll come back to you Wow okay Take one more from you then Hugh Gary Hooper if Joey Barton's not mm-hmm. recently enough Then Gary Hooper certainly not Okay We will leave it there Thank you to The Pony For sending in full time At <gasps> Clyde1.com Go on then JD Jermaine Defoe Well done Perfect Alright let's bring in Colin Who is a Celtic fan In Airdrie Are you a confident Celtic fan Colin Or has it got to that stage of the night Where you're fearing the worst Or have you been there And you're back confident again How does it work I'm a bit nervous now, Gordon. <laughs> uh, good evening, panel. Hello. Nice to speak. Hey, thanks and for taking the call. Pleasure. Yeah, what it was, I'm phoning up and it's about the young boy, Ben Doak. I, I really think he's quite a, quite something. I was impressed with him the tomorrow and Saturday there, so just to see what the panel thinks. Mark, he's certainly got a very big reputation in amongst the academy. Yeah. We saw him at the weekend, first team. Yeah, um, I said in the show on Saturday, uh, a couple of months ago, somebody said to me, um, keep your eye out for this name. This kid is is going to be involved in the first team soon. And of course, you, you hear names like this all the time and you very rarely see them. So Saturday was my first real glimpse of him and I thought he did look very good when he came on, very pacey. He looked well-built for his age. Um and very positive at going up people He didn't tend to take the easy options So Very small glimpse him In first team football But yeah it looks promising I was encouraged uh, what I saw. He's just turned 16 hasn't he It's an incredible mm. uh, story I, Maybe yeah. I've exaggerated No, he is, no he's, you're he's right yeah. use of just not he is yeah, 16 so he, When he came on He's very direct And uh, I thought he caused a few problems Down that right hand side And I thought to myself For someone mm. so young To make a nice wee impact mm-hmm. like that I was encouraging Jim Duffy is not beyond the realms of possibility We see him tonight Is it because Well the, the, the main Guys who tend to get brought on are, are the game changers I, You know the attacking players Yes Maeda and James Forrest Would probably be front of the queue But thereafter Maybe A place for, for Ben Doak at some point I think in a game like tonight Obviously uh, it, it would be unlikely To throw a kid like that in But you know The game on Saturday Celtic were searching for a, a win A very important one And uh, you know He threw him in Rather than perhaps One or two other ones So you know, it just shows you that uh, the belief that uh, Ange Postacoglu, um, you know, has has with the boy. You know, and, and listen, any player with pace that's direct can uh, can always be the X factor in, in, in a game. If you know the opposition certainly won't know much for sure. So therefore, um, you know, yeah, I think it'd be unlikely, but I, I think uh, the fact that he is in the squad tonight, he is on the bench, um, shows that um, they do believe that. He can, I don't think he's there just to make up. 
you know, just a, a you know, just a cosmetic reason. I think he's there because as Postecoglou believes that he can offer something to the squad. Yeah, um, the Celtic have uh, given a couple of players their chance this season. Joey Dawson played against uh, St Johnston at Dem Park, didn't look out of place. Uh, ben Doak, 16. You know, a while to go yet. You know, you see Adam Montgomery yesterday going to Aberdeen for the remainder of the season. Now, Adam Montgomery, I think, is a very good young player and had first team games, but they've let him go on loan to. To get some game time in I think it's it's mm. a bit premature To talk about Ben mm. Doak And the first team at yeah, the, the scary thing is though, we, we sometimes sort of Lump them all together As being young Adam Montgomery's three years older Yeah that That's how young Ben Doak is You know yeah. it's, it's remarkable when, when he came on on Saturday I thought oh, This is an act of desperation But he, he didn't let himself down Didn't let the team down um, But as I say He's so young That you know We could be Well Some of you may be here In five years time uh, to discuss him uh, I mean Colin there there are players ahead of him who who definitely do play tonight and we definitely will see what do you make of that Celtic team you said you were starting to get a bit nervous but is there enough in that team to to win the game for you uh, I was more excited with Ben Dock than Jackie Marcus I thought Ben Dock when he came on I thought he was really exciting he's bursting with energy he's young he's energetic he's looking to score goals and you could see the look in his face the joy when we scored It was absolutely fantastic And it's good to see talent like that coming through Yeah, fair enough you know, Each to their own mark It was just uh, It was never He was never going to play tonight um, This no. is this is for another day probably Of course No, I, I mean he's Shown great potential And Ange Postacoglu Has shown great faith In that potential Like Q says By putting him on At a, a stage of desperation To get that all important goal or to make the difference. I thought he did make a difference. I thought he, he did look positive everything he done. And that's all you can ask. But tonight I'll be surprised if we see him with Maeda on the bench as well. But and Forrest. Uh, but he's certainly one for the future. Uh yeah, I mean Alex Ray, who is the in fact you know what I'm going to bring in Scott first because I think his point I don't want to steal his thunder. Um I'll put that question to you in a second. Scott's a Rangers fan and Denny, what's your main thought tonight before we kick off Scott? I think uh, with Kemar Roof playing up front, I think Rangers stand a better chance of winning if they play to their potential. But I think if they didn't play to their potential, I think it could go either way. I think a draw would be a fair result for Rangers. This is where I'm interested about form, Alex. One of the most overused phrases is that form goes out the window in these games. I wonder if it actually does, right? Because in the last however many meetings... Rangers have had the upper hand Because Rangers have been the better team And see before that Celtic were the better team And, and they won the vast majority of the games Scott's notion of If Rangers are at it They will win the game yeah. What what level do Rangers need to get to? What, what What's the What's the benchmark? What performance have Rangers put in recently That you think is good enough If they were to replicate that tonight? Uh, I'm just trying to think What was the most recent games Gordon? Uh, you know they done well against um, Leon when, when they nicked a, a 1-1 um, but most, I think it's important to try and keep it in the here now I don't think they've actually hit the heights mm-hmm. that they were playing at. I thought prior to the winter break I thought they were flying uh, And I just think they've kind of come back So that's, uh, what, so that's, what, that's kind of what I mean Will they, will they have to rediscover pre-winter break form? Yeah, well, with, without a doubt Gordon uh, I don't think um, You know, you, you look at Celtic as well So they, they will have to hit 
Seven, eight, nine players At the top of their game Because whatever you, you We've obviously played in these games Mark myself When you go to Parkhead It's really hostile You have to be brave You have to go on the ball I think it's going to be fascinating tonight Because Celtic will most certainly Have a high mm. press And they've got to And that's what I mean You've got to be brave to try something You can't just shell the ball up the park To KMR Roof When you've got big centre halves And you have to play through the lines So they're going to have mm. to be able To do that tonight Sometimes Gordon. Sometimes form can be a constant You know Rangers We go back to the start One win uh, one defeat rather in yeah. 61 Celtic quadruple treble I have to assume that their form was consistent When they won 12 trophies in a row Yeah I mean Mark Interestingly you Defended many times in this fixture You even played centre half Makeshift centre half If you go and check out There's a nice video uh, on, our, on our Twitter no. feeds Facebook, YouTube, TikTok <laughs> The lot It's all there Producer yeah. Callum uh, Has put it together And it's, re- it's reliving some uh, goals from meetings in the past The beauty of this one is It's it's about the pundits It's Kenny Miller scores it And he outjumps Mark Wilson to score it And we've got them both looking back on it Anyway, I, I digress There's no disgrace in that Remember he did it to Cannavaro And whoever else, Nesta Yeah, and you so were was just playing centre-half yeah, okay. so. um, <laughs> That was just my shameless way of getting that in there But yeah. If you were defending tonight How much more Would you fear Kamal Roof than Cedric Eaton? Um, yeah I, I said on Saturday That Eton was put in the In the team on Saturday For a job The the conditions were difficult It was to get Rangers up the park And get runners off them But, but listen Kemar Roof's uh, By far a better player An all round better player More intelligent player Bigger goal threat We've seen when he came on for Was it 20 25 yeah. minutes he came on for yeah. at, at the weekend His first His first point of contact When he got the ball He spun and he hits it off the post Now you don't get that from Eton So for Carter Vickers and Starfield You know he's going to be a constant threat And uh, and he'll carry he'll carry the can for Rangers up there In terms of pressing I think he's much better at pressing as well than Eton is So all round for me yeah. A better player, more dangerous I think dangerous. that's the thing for me See when you look at the full package He's most mm. certainly a, a, a goal threat uh, Compared to Eton How is His he... movement, his link up play His intelligence, his little give and goes I don't quite see that yeah. from uh, Eton at Is the, the relative lack of game time Is that that be the obvious yep. downside? Yeah, without doubt uh, He's uh, a bit stop start throughout his whole whole career uh, I think he's averaging roughly about one in two games Even though he's not playing yeah. a lot of the games So in terms of a goal threat He most certainly does that You've done the positive stuff Scott You've said you know Kamal Roof and you think Rangers with their attic can win the game is there anything that worries you? Uh, the defence <laughs> What in particular? Um, is this after Barca, the weekend? Barca uh, worries me a wee bit but the guy's just young he's in that position that he's not meant to be playing he's meant to be playing it probably left back but I think if Rangers whether the first 20 minutes I think I think they could maybe nick it yeah, Jim, there was an option, of course It was a boost for Rangers to have Leon Balogun back available It caused some people to question whether he would go straight in At the expense of Calvin Bassey That's not the case, though Yeah, I, I was a wee bit surprised with that one um, I, I thought Balogun would go in Similar in the Celtic side, I thought James Forrest um, as, as Alec had mentioned, you know, obviously He's such a big game player, an important player Knows this fixture inside out but, uh, you know, in terms of the form, Celtic haven't been playing great. I mean, they had a good half against Hearts, but they didn't play well against Alloa. Didn't play well on Saturday against the United. You know, won the games, but they're not, not at their best. So, but, you know, I think, obviously, uh, the fact they're on a good run of consistent wins. But in terms of, the, you know, the football quality, maybe just shaded a little bit. But both teams, are, I think, will, you know, cancel each other out a little bit in terms of the midfield tonight, because it's both, uh, they're both playing 4-3-3. 
So I think I can't remember it was Alec or, or Mark. Uh, I think it was Mark actually. He said uh, with the wingers, and I, I do think that'll be pivotal tonight. You know because you know both fullbacks, both sets of fullbacks need to go forward. Rangers have changed a little bit, a little bit more conservative now. Celtic's fullbacks bomb on. I think Rangers will play counter attack. I think they'll sit a little bit deeper, and we roof there. Uh, 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 Ken Yellow, I think they'll look to, to hit Celtic on the counter attack. So you know, I think they'll be contrasting styles. Um, but you know, again, as I said, just as we approach kickoff, the rain's coming down, but still not a breath of wind. So as I said, this is absolutely yep. made for a classic match tonight. Oh, I can't wait! It's almost here. It's all the pre-match talking. It's done, and kickoff is next. Number one for football in Glasgow and the West. 0141-951-1025 Clyde One Super Scoreboard This game has been talked about for weeks And weeks and weeks And then it got moved Meaning we spoke about it for more weeks And weeks and weeks And now the talking is pretty much done Five minutes to kick off Let's go back to Celtic Park Get a flavour of the atmosphere And a build up there with Jim Duffy and Andrew McLean Yeah, over a decade since these two met each other Under the lights And what an occasion for it here, just two points separating the teams in the table, both managers looking for their first title in charge of their respective clubs and plenty of players who will be desperate to be the difference on the big stage tonight, I'll read you through those teams that we've got tonight playing in goal for Celtic, Joe Hart starts there, the back four, Joseph Juranovic, Cameron Carter-Vickers Carl Starfelt and Greg Taylor the midfield three, Callum McGregor, Matt O'Reilly and Rayo Hattati it's Leela Bada and Jota either side of Jorgos Giacomakis for Rangers, Alan McGregor starting in goal for them, the back four, James Tavernier Connor Goldton, Calvin Bassey and Borna Barisic, the midfield three, Glenn Kamara Scott Arfield and Joe Aribo is Ahmad Diallo and Ryan Kent either side of Kemar Roof and Jim Duffy, I'm sure everyone can hear the noise inside here but we can see the disco lights as well which are on show I know a lot was made of the disco lights when they were first installed here at Celtic Park but it certainly adds something to the occasion doesn't it? No, it's incredible atmosphere you know obviously they dim all the lights and then they kinda, you know, the, the atmosphere just cranks up another few notches uh, they bang the music out uh, and, and everybody's obviously looking forward to the game there are some players going about in the corner you know which again we don't like to see but in general you know a fantastic atmosphere about the stadium just now and we just can't wait for the game to start yeah just waiting for the teams to emerge from the tunnel at the moment the Rangers team being read out over the tannoy system so that's why there was uh, booze a few seconds ago but the Celtic team just about to be read out here at Celtic Park Jim, we've talked about the team so far where do you see the key battles tonight? Yeah well I mean I'm sitting right next to you Andrew I can hardly hear you <laughs> because of the noise uh, just now but you know, for me as I said a few minutes ago I think it will come in the wide areas because I think both teams playing 4-3-3 Rangers fullbacks not as advantage as they were under Steven Gerrard Tavernier and Barrett hold the positions a little bit more and the wingers hold the position a little bit more but I think Rangers will play counter-attack Celtic will play the way Ange Postecoglou plays on the front foot pressing Rangers high tempo high intensity try and make sure that they press the game really high up the pitch we had a couple of callers on top of the set plays that could be important Celtic are still a little bit fragile but for me I think Celtic will dominate the play 
um, you know, in terms of open play, but it's where they can whether they can capitalise on that or not, or define whether they can win the game or not. A lot of people talk about the fact that they would like to see these old farm games back to their old format, where you would have eight or nine thousand fans, away fans in the ground as well as the home fans. But the atmosphere here, it's, it's still electric, it's still loud, and you've got to say this could be a huge advantage for Celtic if they take it, because they will have these sixty thousand backing them. Well, there's no doubt about it. There is a home advantage, you know, and that there is. You've got 60,000 of your own fans here. It's got to be an advantage. I don't think Rangers will be intimidated, but as I said, it gives Celtic just that little bit extra energy if they do need it. If it's not quite going their way, if they make a couple of passes that are not quite on song, then I think the fans will rally, get behind them, and that encourages players. Listen, the guys in the studio know it better than anyone, Mark and Alec. You've got to be able to handle this occasion. You've got to be able to handle playing for Celtic and Rangers in these type of matches. And again, discipline will be important. You know, with no tackles to be flying in, but you've got to make sure to keep 11 players on the pitch. <laughs> Indeedably, someone does lose a little bit, but tonight, I think, is about the football. If you look at all 22 players on the pitch, or certainly all 20 outfield players, I think there's very few, if you want to call it, aggressive players here. They're all footballers. Well, incredible noise all around us. I do hope that the smoke from the players starts to clear soon, because a few uh, isn't as good as it was a few minutes ago, but the, the players making their way out onto the pitch at the moment. They're lining up. It's an incredible atmosphere here. Jim, when it comes to a game like this, how important is it for one of these teams to get the upper hand right at the start and take that advantage? Yeah, I think Rangers would expect Celtic to come after them right from the kickoff. So I think that uh, Gianni Van Brockers will probably say to his team, look, just make sure because we're in the first 10-15 minutes, then the game will settle down a little bit. Of course, there's a big, a big responsibility on Celtic to take the game. The fans will expect that. Callum McGregor is a big risk. We know that he's got the face mask on. You know, again, maybe old school. Someone might have tried to, to give him a little bit of a forearm or something. Although I don't think that can happen nowadays. And again, if I look at Rangers midfield with Kamara, Aribo, Arfield, I don't even think of those type of players. So for me, I think it will be an open game. But I do think that Celtic will be the team most likely on the front foot, certainly at the start of the game. How big a test will this be for guys like? Matt O'Reilly, who has recently come from MK Dons, won't have experienced anything like this. Ahmad Diallo has recently been playing under-23 football for Manchester United. To then be thrown into a game like this, an atmosphere like this, so much of it is about the mentality, isn't it? Yeah, I don't think anyone, anything could prepare for that. I mean, it's absolutely magical as we're standing just now. I said just now, I mean, the whole stadium is in, 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 in darkness with the set for the green lights that are on. There's a spotlight on the Celtic huddle. Rangers players have lined up. As I say, it's a phenomenal atmosphere. And those players, I said, will just be desperate for the referee to blow the whistle and come in the game because I'm sure they are nervous. They've got to be. They wouldn't be coming if they weren't nervous. Well, the scarves are up inside Celtic Park. The fans are singing, you'll never walk alone. The players are ready for action. Kemar Roof is standing over the ball here at Celtic Park. It's Celtic against Rangers. Bobby Madden just about to blow the whistle. The players take the knee and we will get underway here for this old firm clash. Goal flashes with AspireGlasgow.com. Book your face fit and mask service online now. Before the game starts, Hugh Keevans, that atmosphere. Oh, wow. Yeah, uh, people say I have never seen anything like it. Well, I mean it. I have never seen or heard anything like it at Celtic Park. 
That was incredible Incredible Mark I mean it's nights like this You know don't think about retirement too often But nights like this you look at that and you go Wow You know I wish I was back there I wish I was Not even to be playing Just involved in that That atmosphere And uh, it's all set up for a, a great evening Yeah uh, Fairly easy run for Jota No Rangers players seem to, yeah, to close him down But the pass in the end wasn't great And it goes out behind Jackie Marcus not quite on the same wavelength Aaron Ramsey suited and booted in the stands Watching on alongside Ross Wilson And we are underway Alex Ray Yeah it was a good opportunity for Celtic Down the left hand side Kamara was just biding his time before he engaged And it was a poor pass really Because it was a very simple ball to the wider guy mm. Oh, amidst the excitement I can't believe I overlooked the most important part Your latest hopeless prediction Please Hugh Evans. Celtic 1 Rangers 2 Wow ok Mark Wilson I'll go the opposite way Celtic 2 Rangers 1 Alex Ray I'll go 2-0 Rangers Ok Well we'll find out won't we And you lot can have your say as well Don't forget We're not going anywhere I know usually in about 10 minutes time We would disappear Far from it We're here Until 11 o'clock tonight So hopefully you've chosen us To keep you company during the game If you're that way inclined You're more than welcome to call Why not? If your family members are sick of you shouting at the TV Or you're shouting at them Or you're shouting at yourself Why not pick up the phone And speak to us instead And then when the full time whistle goes You can pick up the phone And we're here until 11 What's big, not to look forward to? Big night for Bobby Madden You know you obviously see the refereeing uh, last night Several games, really poor Hopefully we're not talking about Bobby after the uh, oh, I mean, whistle. we will be because <laughs> e- even if there is nothing contentious, someone will complain about a throw-in that was taken a yard yeah. further forward than it should have been or, or whatever, Hugh. But Alex is right. The Edinburgh derby left a lot to be desired. Yep. Hearts, I think, for most people should have had at least one, probably yeah. two penalties. Uh, yeah, without doubt, two penalties for me. Uh, my biggest fear is that tonight, such mm. an important game, my biggest fear is it is decided by a referee's mistake because that has been the story of the season in the Premiership terrible refereeing uh, however for the moment he has the benefit of the doubt the man because he's done nothing wrong so far we do have a, a slightly unhealthy obsession with it Mark let's be honest of course if, if a mistake hold on let's hold fire because Hatati got it in Tynecastle shooting range but decided against it as Abada tries to sort of stand it up but Conor Goldson Deals with that And the masked Callum McGregor uh, Gives the ball away Ryan Kent takes a tumble uh, Yeah Mark Look We know that Decisions are Not always right And referees make mistakes And, and yeah We should call it out And we should want Better uh, And all the rest of it But just sometimes the, the obsession with it Is verging on unhealthy Yeah especially The this, level of this, this season Yeah it's getting a bit unhealthy uh, And I was there Playing when referees You know Took a stance against it And you just hope it doesn't happen again It's a that dangerous ball, ball from Jota Rangers don't clear oh. And somehow I think Did Carl Starfelt block a, bowl, a goal-bound effort from Matt O'Reilly there? It yeah. looked like it I mean what a ball it was In the first instance Into the danger area Rangers kind of Very Ross County-esque yeah. defending from, from Rangers there, I have to be it? honest with you there Borna Barisic has to get a, a yard or two closer to the wide man He doesn't do enough He I'd just like stands five yards again off Because I think the ball was goalwards And I think it was Carl Starfelt's legs That, that got in the way But maybe not um, Celtic definitely enjoying The, the bulk of the opening you Three and a half to, minutes You'd have to think That this would be the way That the game would begin Because the the Preamble As you described it Gordon uh, Was phenomenal If you're Not Worked up by that As a Celtic player There's something wrong with you Abada tries to get one in as well Ball into the box Blocked for a corner Alex has just mentioned it A second ago Barisic In two instances He's allowed Abada 
to get the ball and stand 10 yards off him and pick up pace and run at him yeah. but but also back into the box that's a dangerous game to play uh, O'Reilly's corner headed well away by Rangers only as far though as Hatati who strikes goal oh. towards him we've got an opener Goal Flashes with AspireGlasgow.com That did not take long Celtic 1 Rangers 0 And it's Rayo Hatati The roof has almost come off Celtic Park Corner kick Out to the edge of the box One touch Volleyed it goalwards Into the bottom corner And with no more than Four and a half minutes gone It is Celtic 1 Rangers 0 Hugh Keevans The Rangers fans Offside They're looking for uh, offside The Rangers players Sorry are unhappy with something uh, It stands though I think well, it looks like it. Yeah, yeah, it appears to be. Um, once again, uh, Rio the Rocket. Uh, he scored the goal at Tynecastle last midweek that everyone remembers. Uh, it was a better goal than the one he's just scored, but this is in an old firm game. And it comes off a Rangers yeah. player as well, so. Uh, it's the dream start yeah. for Celtic. Rangers want the game stopped for a head knock, Alex. I said, yeah. I said these things would get picked over. It was extremely quick. Hitati's. Is, yeah, I mean, you can make a case certainly because he's down with a head yeah. knock. The yeah. only thing you would say, it's not like Bobby Madden's let play go on for thirty seconds. Yeah. He's maybe let it go on for two. Yeah, uh, listen. Obviously, Rangers will be looking for uh, you know the decision to have gone the way there. Uh, he's having a word oh, with oh, the linesman oh, oh. at the moment. The problem you've got with that whole situation, regardless of this head knock, Gordon is. Rangers don't have the marking properly. They have two v one at the edge of the box. Yep. It finds his way to attack. This might not stand. And you then know, he obviously gets the the, um, the goal. Because Bobby Madden's deep in discussion With his assistant referee uh, I think the goal does stand I would have been amazed If he, if he went back and, and disallowed that goal Now you obviously see the head knock um, uh, Joe Rebo is oh, a, uh, he, sm- he smashes he, he uh, uh, his yeah, yeah, yeah. But like you say Gordon It is so quick It is settings But when Hatati takes his touch And hits the ball Diallo's already out there pressing him The Rangers defenders have went out to press him You've got to say that To analyse the goal Hatati Not scared to shoot You know and that's the one thing he brings to Celtic And he gets it away Deflects off Rangers And it's been a lightning start The one thing you can say as well We watched the game at the weekend Gordon were for the Ross County third goal They don't get any purchase on the header And that was exactly the same as well They've got two yeah. Rangers players going for the ball They don't mm. get any purchase That goes to the edge of the box Where they have uh, an overload of 2v1 yeah. And Hatati's and you have to say It's symptomatic of the start of the game Celtic yeah. looked bang up for it Which people again Hugh predicted Because the home crowd And it was loud And all the rest of it um, Celtic had pressed a lot In that opening few minutes Yeah the, the, It was their game uh, From the first whistle From Bobby Madden The start is uh, You know From the, the supporters the, the environment That they have created uh, Has sent these Celtic players Out ten feet tall and uh, they have, of course, taken the game to Rangers And they have every supporter inside the ground on their side mm. uh, So, again, I, my fear was that the referee might make a mistake That's not a mistake Bobby Madden did not have time to fully assess what was going on An accidental clash of heads between two Rangers players But you could count the seconds from the, the, the accidental clash of heads To the ball being in the net Must be five seconds I'm amazed at how Rangers have started the game Because you highlighted it right away Gordon Where Jota in the first seconds Picked up the ball There was no Rangers player really near him He was in his own half And no one really No one pressed him Until he got to the edge of the box And it was lucky that he misplaced the pass And then Barisic The other side Twice in a row Backed off And eventually Celtic get the corner Now I get them sitting And want to counter attack against Celtic But you've got to get close to these players These players Jota and Abada Can create 
you know, time after time, if you give them too much space, you'll get punished. There must be some sort of trigger, Alex, because yeah. Glenn Kamara just sprinted out and tried to close down. I don't know if he took that off his own yeah, he did do accord Gordon, yeah. or, if, or if that is something that, you know, after a certain amount of time they go. But, but yeah, Rangers are sitting off, to, to yeah, say the least. What I'll say in the opening eight minutes have been very passive, Gordon. You know, uh, the one with Jota in the first minute or two, I understand that because if he commits himself, there's a player mm. inside the park. So you're trying to kind of do a double function where you're trying to kind of buy time. But the rest of this opening eight and a half minutes, Rangers have literally sat five yards in front of the back line. Really they've crossed very, the half of the way line. They've yet, been though, very passive, uh, and that'll be a concern. Uh, however, it only takes a split second as Rangers try and come away, but Starfield mops up Hugh Keevans. Jim, Jim Duffy describing it as being like a spring night. Uh, not for Carl Starfield, he's got gloves on. Uh, but he's, he's committed that the early part of the game, Starfield, he'd be one that uh, Celtic fans might have had their. Concerns about In the atmosphere tonight But he is uh, In a confident Looking frame of mind Yeah Jota penalised Tried to work a 1-2 Tavernier got his body in mm. Jota brought him down And free kick Rangers Just allow some of the pressure Because with 10 minutes gone Mark it's, it's been all Celtic Yeah it's pretty relentless At the minute I think Tavernier Actually does extremely well there Because Jota's Love You know goal. He's inside Outside You know Goes inside Plays a 1-2 But it's hard to pick up runners When they're so explosive Like Jota But Tavernier done enough But Ange Postacoglu Will be delighted How Celtic have started this The tempo So high Everyone's got their pre-match theory Alex And it, yeah. doesn't, it doesn't always work out But a widely Said one today Was that It was always going to be quick from Celtic They always start quick It was always going to be loud They sometimes fade If Rangers can weather it Stay in the game yeah. they'll, they'll win it later on that, well, this changes things yeah, well, obviously it's right out the window Gordon and Celtic have got their tails up uh, I said at the top of the show you need to be brave you need to get on the ball you need however to, you oh, need here to... goes Ryan Kent but it's a good recovery yeah, but tackle that's, that's what you have to do yeah, from you Callum to, McGregor you have to drive and be confident you have to try and take the game to Celtic you can't just sit back Gordon and hope for the odd counter attack I'm going to get you one of those masks yeah for Beat the Pundit I think you'd look <laughs> the part in that can you imagine <laughs> go with his hair Shuggy Zorro but in fairness to yeah. McGregor, uh, you know you can speculate over the nature of the injury, the severity of the injury. He's in about everything. Yeah, he certainly is. That was a very good opportunity for Barisic just to have a little mingle, a little go go toe to toe with uh, McGregor, and he dips the toe. Started tentatively, Barisic. Mm. So it's a, quite an odd one. Yeah. Rangers at least are up the pitch at the moment, which will please Giovanni Van Bronckhorst more than what he's seen so far. Um, just not seen a lot of Rangers yet And here they come uh, Giacomakis back down defending There's a ball into the box And it's caused a bit of uncertainty uh, And actually really great attempt from, from Kamal Roofmark Because he's not the biggest But he threw himself up into the air And it, it caused a bit of uncertainty Yeah, made a nuisance of himself Made a, an average ball um, turn out to be quite a good one And you can see just in these games When the ball starts bouncing about In the opposition boxes Panic there Celtic managed to Clear the lines that time But That'll encourage The Rangers players They're actually getting a wee bit Of sustained pressure For this last minute or so In Celtic's half You wonder how I thought that came off A, a Rangers player last did it yeah. No I think it's um, a Rangers ball uh, anyway, Rio Hatati clears. You wonder what he's thinking, Mark Wilson. Honestly, Rio I mean, he's, he's, <laughs> yeah, he will never have experienced anything like this. He, go, he's, he goes and scores. And, oh, Bonner Barisic looks nervous, Alex, doesn't he? Listen, he's a he's a full international, you know. And uh, I'm looking at his opening eleven minutes. It's been so trying. He, he's almost kind of ran away from the ball. All he had to do is play a little side footy ball down the line. Uh, he started the game very mm. tentatively. Yeah, Rio Hatati, Mark, never never have experienced anything like this. 
And he'll have been thinking that At Tynecastle yeah. when, he, when he goes and scores Then he comes to this Tonight Scores again What a start to, to life In Scottish football for him Yeah There's ways to make yourself a hero And uh, And scoring at Tynecastle Is one of them But then to follow up With a goal tonight uh, And the opening goal at that mm. Is pretty special He'll I mean he'll be amazed As will all these guys Who are witnessing this for the first time Will be even Ramsey Sitting in the stand yeah. You know he'll be like Wow look at this atmosphere This is where our, our game Hugh does deserve To be talked up in yeah. Six days time Had the move not happened Matt O'Reilly would, would have been away At Fleetwood <laughs> Next Tuesday night And with no disrespect To the good people yeah. Down there yeah. I bet you it doesn't Sound like this Well Matt O'Reilly Was the one who said After Tynecastle Last midweek that Hold he'd on been... Sorry Rangers on the attack And they're going to get uh, I thought their first corner But it does stay in And it's not quite clear uh, Yet So let's stay with it We've not seen Diallo yet He tries a bit of trickery uh, And I think Celtic will clear Sorry Hugh Matt O'Reilly said After time Castle He had never known Anything like it Well with respect There were 1,000 uh, Celtic fans In time Castle And uh, This tonight Is from A different stratosphere In terms of The environment But Rangers after 13 and a half minutes Look to have got over the early shock of losing a goal Look to be getting a foothold in the yep. game again they, they, they simply had to get better than the first 10 minutes Alex didn't they? Yeah absolutely and the thing is You're trying to impose yourself on the, your opposition goal But they were too tentative in the opening exchanges They've had a little spell or two uh, In the last few or four minutes But um, you know you, you have to be brave as I said earlier on Gordon You have to get their offensive players into play And you have to try and get Celtic going back the way as opposed to the opening 10 minutes Is there a deflection on the goal That, that does Alan McGregor or, or does he have any question marks Over his part in it I have to say though When he goes through his legs It's pretty much into the corner Gordon yeah. You know And the thing is He's trying to set Did it go through a defender's legs I, I think it, it looked yeah. to me at the time it did It could, it could be wrong But the bottle coming through bodies One way or another uh, And it went that far, far side the, the whole setup's wrong for me Because you must have people At the edge of the box For if it does clear you don't allow players to get a free shot from edge of yeah, the box. Well, you've got to give credit to Hitati. You know, Alex, you played that position. You scored a few wonder yeah. goals. This guy's obviously got it in his in his mind. If he's twenty five yards out or, or closer, he's having a go, and it's on the corner of the box. Yeah. So fair play to him. Celtic have missed yeah. that. You know, over the years. And Postecoglou, Hugh, sorry, was. Absolutely right He was bang on When he said Stop Oh, oh. And Tavernier gives it away oh, And it's a ferocious wow. shot Well saved Alan McGregor oh. Double save Alan McGregor And the ball cleared away Jack Omakis With wow. a great wow. header On the follow up And well, stays 1-0 Can I take the Rangers fans Back to their calls Here on Saturday afternoon Where they said They complained about McGregor And his double mistake He was under scrutiny uh, And That proves Those two saves Prove That Giovanni Van Bronckhorst was right to keep faith with his goalkeeper that was an amazing sequence Abada runs into the box fairly unchallenged again it's a very strange tactic from Borna Barisic Alex well what I, what I can tell you is full backs should engage outside the box yeah. you don't allow them to get inside your box Gordon because if you dip a toe especially at the pace that these guys are running uh, and, and they're getting terrorised down the side it was mm. a very simple pass by Tavernier oh he, he's about four yards short with a layback to Conor Golson and it's a double save by Alan McGregor. Is Again, the, I know. Is that top drawer or, or do you expect him to make that? Well, this second one's a bit more difficult. Like, double saves are always quite dramatic, right? But do you expect him to make them? Yeah, don't you? yeah, yeah. I, I think it's a good effort from Jota, but Alan McGregor shouldn't be getting beat from there. And the and the Jakimakis headers right at him. One thing you've got to say, Bassi. I know it's difficult because he's got a standing jump, but uh, Jakimakis 
was head and shoulders yeah. above yeah. him there and for a Rangers centre half do you want him to be more commanding? For me the, the, the Jackie Mattis has actually got the marks on him when it spins up in the air and he just leaps above him but you have to say McGregor's in the right place uh, Tavernier looked sloppy didn't he Alex it was yeah. just a, a simple pass inside he didn't really commit to it but here goes Ryan Kent and that's what he's been so good at in this fixture uh, or, or maybe defending. not it's great defending actually yeah. from Juranovic isn't it Juranovic is a top international fullback, and Ryan Kent has breezed past people on numerous occasions you know in fixtures past but Juranovic there does so well to get his body in shrug him off the ball one possession back you have to say Celtic are hounding the ball really well as well there uh, Joe Rebo manages to get the ball he's holding off one player and he gets his pocket picked from the other side I think it was uh, Abada coming back but I've not been disappointed with the start oh, <laughs> it's yeah. been frantic yeah. 16 minutes has went so quickly for the goal for talking points already I mean uh, my biggest fear was to come in here tonight and it'd be nil-nil two teams would be edgy and already £500 more in the pot for yes. us Golden yeah, goals, yeah, yeah, yeah. that's but all you need to know. Every pre match argument has been confounded here because the Rangers fans had uh, reservations about McGregor. He's just pulled off two fantastic saves. Uh, we speculated on the other McGregor, Callum, the Celtic captain. He is immediately involved in the, in the match, uh, the masked man. Uh, how would the players on the Celtic side who have never experienced an old firm game? React to it Well Hatati took less than Five minutes to show How he would react to it He scored a goal Oh Celtic are in again oh, It's tipped over the bar By Alan is. McGregor It's one way traffic And the yeah. Rangers goalie Is yeah. busy Rangers are absolutely All over the place They're at sixes and sevens they're, they're dropping off But they're getting picked off At will They're doing little triangles Again McGregor saved the day Yeah quick corner Celtic whipped in Great. Back post oh. And it's headed away A badder But I just wonder Mark if he could and should have let offside flag he was, was offside off anyway, anyway. Um, but, but Starfield was coming round the back. You, you just wonder, you know, when you're on top in games, taking your chances is key. And Celtic have had a few, but the one there from Jacques carbon copy of the goals he scored really. And at that front post, Rangers backing off them for some reason. Turns it over. A, a great this, save from McGregor. This, yeah. this is an Andy Gorham job. This is the type of game that Andy Gorham used to have. Uh, against Celtic all of the time Celtic are one up yeah. and they have had three magnificent chances to extend their lead and been met by three superlative saves from Alan McGregor Gordon it's what 18 minutes in I wouldn't be surprised if Giovanni's thinking about a change seriously no and I know it's oh only 18 goodness, minutes there's a ball just out of play I'm looking I'm looking Goal at Borna Barisic McGregor he straight looks out. like a nervous wreck he looks all over the place uh, He gave away a ball there again His touch was poor He gets pocket picked And he just got lucky That uh, it went out for a throw Scott Arfield just gets caught wrong side Leans into the back of Rio Hatati, The goal scorer And it's going to be a free kick To Celtic And the Celtic fans Are absolutely loving this mark But yeah. how often have we seen This fixture turn And turn quickly Now at this stage As delighted as they are They, they, they want a second to it's, it's important Celtic get a second Within probably the next 10 to 15 minutes If they're still on top And they're still putting huge pressure On that Rangers back line And Alan McGregor They need to get a second goal Because we've seen in the past You know these games wear on And Rangers get an equaliser And it, the game quickly turns So as delighted as Postacoglu will be With a start And the players are on a high They need to capitalise on it You're feeling pretty good about things Because you know, from a Celtic perspective 
100% About to ruin your night Oh no See the pizzas that we were ordering in here for <laughs> half time They're not going to arrive until about 10 o'clock by the looks of it I've just had the devastating news Cancel this show Whose idea was it to keep us on till 11 o'clock? Seriously uh, uh, Get I'm me out speaking again Yeah Which is a favour to some people What a disaster <laughs> Yeah. Uh, honestly that's, that's dreadful Listen this game Will take your mind off Pizza, pasta And anything else uh, This is astonishing stuff 20 minutes in uh, And I repeat I have rarely Other than Andy Gorham Seen a goalkeeper Defy Celtic The way mm. Alan McGregor Has defied them In the first 20 minutes Of this game He was powerless To prevent Rayo Hatati Scoring the first goal But my goodness The three saves After that Have kept Rangers In this match I think the overall picture would be more concerning as well, though, yes. wouldn't it, Alex? He is very good. Yeah. That's that's what he's there to do, and it shouldn't surprise us by now. But what what is surprising is the first twenty minutes overall and the balance of play. And here come Rangers; they yeah. they, they may well produce something, um, but it's 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 been a shock. Yeah, and they've they've literally offered nothing. They had a, a cross into the box scored in the open twenty minutes, but it's not just that; it's the way they've actually been carved open. Alan McGregor said far too much to do And that would be a concern for the Rangers management team Alex what about that there though Rangers right, actually here go Rangers First meaningful attack forward Callum McGregor a booking as well I would Penalise, yeah. yes Cynical Yeah it's stopping a promising attack It's not a bad foul by any means Mark it's a booking um, Yeah Has to be a booking Rangers actually get through our field Driving at the back line McGregor He knows exactly what he's doing That's why he's there You know that's why he's picked in the team To be That experienced Um but he's picked up a booking But I was just saying about Barisic Rangers actually broke the press brilliant They're driving forward And he checks back And he checks back I mean they're, they're on for that counter attack That they're set up for And he checks back Right Rangers are going to have to take One of these Alex Stephen yeah. Just try and Give themselves a bit of belief It's a free kick They've been very good From set pieces in this fixture In the last yeah. few seasons I Very good Conor indeed will probably be the target uh, It does go towards him It's well dealt with though uh, By Celtic Only comes out as far as Ryan Kent Who just tries to Assess his options Barisic again oh, I can't remember a, a performance as blatantly nervous As this Alex Listen the, 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 what, To explain to the listeners The ball's come out to him He's facing the Celtic and goal Alan McGregor's and McGregor's now takes, just sliced one out the pitch He takes such a bad touch He ends up going behind his cell And playing the ball back Another 30 yards The ball goes back to Alan McGregor When you're actually at the edge Of the, the Celtic box Yeah as it, Alex mentioned there Wouldn't he be surprised I change I don't know about in the first half But certainly at half time mm. If it's if it remains this way okay. You'd be thinking about it Here goes James Tavernier We've not seen much of Rangers attacking yet But this looks to have a bit of purpose And it's a good crossfield pass To Ryan Kent Can he burst into the box? He thinks about the shot That's blocked uh, By Juranovic A bit of uncertainty Both teams Not really wanting to go and claim that What's risky in the box As Diallo oh, oh, oh. tries to dance Through uh, But Celtic do Sort of hack it clear Yeah mm. More encouraging though From Rangers Yeah you have to say Celtic managed to get Bodies round uh, the ball there uh, Young uh, Oh Another booking I think mm. I, I thought Jacques Actually just slipped there uh, I think he went Into tackle But he slipped That's why Bobby Maris played on It's Conor Goldson Slips as well I don't know what The, the footwear situation is um, And Leila Baddock Just about brings it Under control But not enough To, Good play by to stop Scott Arfield the danger. This yeah. looks a bit more energetic from, from Rangers, Alex. Yeah, well, you have to say, in the middle of the park, you've got Kamara, you've got Arfield. Uh, you know, we spoke about Joe Aribo uh, at the weekend. He was a star man. He's pretty much been anonymous in the opening 25 minutes or so. Um, and you see it again, they're going back. But then, what you have to say, Celtic are putting on a high mm. press. And this is what I was trying to say, they're putting on a high press. You've got to be brave, you've got to make angles, you've got to try and get out from there. It's so a very that, good point about Joe Aribo. I must admit, I... 
you, you fall into that trap I kind of forgot about him And you're right At the weekend yeah. We were waxing lyrical He was bullying Ross County All over the place It looked like a um, you know, a P7 against a P4 sort of thing, Mark. I think you made yeah. that comparison. Yeah, at one it was. Point. That's what it was like. Yeah. However, here he is now, and he's got a bit of space, but it's a terrible Horrendous pass, a pass. really bad pass. And uh, Jota just reads it and doesn't even have to read it. I'm amazed at some of the Rangers' performances so far. Looks nervy, uh, and even look, Al McGregor's made some great saves. But on on the ball, uh, is it twice or three times he's kicked out the pitch? Yeah. Barisic, a veteran, if you like it, this fixture, you know, letting things run under his feet, backing off a rebo. Simple pass for a rebo there Giving it away It's been a tentative start And obviously the, the occasion has got to some of them If you're looking for positives though Hugh Yeah um, It's died down a bit That, that, <laughs> yeah. that would be a bit if, if it was Giovanni van Bronckhorst That would be about all you could You could take from it at the moment It's died down a bit Celtic don't look quite as urgent Rangers look a bit more comfortable Yeah um, Because after 10-15 minutes It was It was Hectic one way well, traffic I, I'm going to have to hammer the point but for the goalkeeper This game be yeah. finished uh, it's got to be a Celtic yeah. Celtic have had a, a lightning Quick opening They have fashioned chances But Alan McGregor Has Denied them The margin Of lead mm. That they should be enjoying It's one It should be two or three It is one And as we know That means it can be Reversed pretty quickly Celtic will be desperate To get the second and Rangers equally desperate to get themselves back into it. We've not really seen Joe Hart in any meaningful way yet, though. Uh, so Rangers are going to have to offer a bit more in an attacking sense. Well, it's almost getting to the stage where you feel if Celtic don't score another one before half time, they'll regret it. You know, that they're, they're so dominant in the game, they are playing with such self belief. Uh, you know, they, they are night and day from what they were against Dundee United on Saturday. Uh, Celtic towards the edge of the box Again Actually thought they could have Gone in and there is Giacomakis And it's oh another God. good save Alan McGregor wow. I mean it's right at him But it was it had to be instinctive And he, yeah. he almost went through his legs And he manages to It's another good chance for Celtic I, I actually think this is a really poor miss By Giacomakis I think it's a lovely ball in He just clips it in He doesn't get enough purchase on yeah, it But what, what I will say is Again Down that side The ball's coming into the box Far too easy There's not even a player within five yards they have to stop balls And it's actually When I'm looking at them Tactically gone They're very narrow rangers And they're almost Allowing the ball To go to Abada and Jota mm. And they're getting Terrorised down the sides But Mark Here is the madness Of football This is what it does to you This has been An utterly dominant Celtic performance So far as Joribo goes into the box oh, Goes down yeah. I don't think There was any real no. uh, Claims It was a, a good tackle Greg Taylor um, Yeah Mark Utterly dominant From Celtic They're one up It should be more We're almost at the stage Where some greedy Celtic fans Will be Frustrated that they haven't gone too up. That that's what football does to you when you're on top. You, you well, want to try and I, add. To I it. think sixty thousand will be frustrated that it's not too because these Celtic fans remember what had to suffer out the last seven encounters. Rangers winning six of them, and they've went to Celtic Park tonight wanting an, an absolute whitewash. Um, so although there'll be plays it's one 0 there'll be a frustration. And it's just it's just yes. I mean. The more chances you get The more McGregor Saves then You know the more l Luckily for Rangers That was yeah. slack from Celtic And it's out for a throw in Alex It's, never, it, wrong, it's never a good sign The Rangers players Are all pointing at each other In sort of Inquest already How is he there Why is no one marking him um, it, it looks it looks a bit yeah. disorganised Gordon The setup's all wrong What's happened there is The centre half's come forward The left centre half And the, he's actually passed the ball About 40 yards laterally Directly to Yota. You've bypassed your midfield 
and it, it's just happened again. They're, is, they're too exposed. Oh, Actually, Celtic have been very sloppy a couple yeah. of times down that but, side, Mark. But yeah. Gordon, you can't afford for this to go on any longer because they've got quality players in the wider areas. The balls are flashing into the air. The goalkeeper's pulled off about three or four tremendous saves. So something has to change. So it's down to the manager to stop the balls from going directly into Yota, as you're seeing again, as we just yeah, watch it again. You know, at least they, this time Tavernier's out there and, and Arfield back ball side because Atati seems to be wandering around Mark yeah. behind Scott Arfield James Tavernier doesn't want to go and get him because he wants to stay with uh, with Jota as Abada once again goes into the box and again uh, wins corner. a corner yeah. kick for Celtic uh, you know what we've, we've chatted so much this season about the inverted fullbacks for Celtic but if you look at Juranovic one side and Taylor the other they're just dragging Kent and Diallo in and it's Creating huge space To get the ball and To that, the white That's what it's designed to do yeah. Obviously isn't yeah. it Yeah Rangers Just don't know how to deal with it Oh it's a really um, Well worked ball From Celtic O'Reilly's oh, into the box But he's closed down uh, Bit of a heavy a touch And it's a good tackle From Joe Aribo Here come that's Rangers Counter attack yeah. Ryan Kent over the halfway line Gives it to Diallo It's a two on three Or four In, in Celtic's favour The pass isn't there And Joe Hart gets his gloves On the ball for the first time yeah, it was well matched by Hatati. I, I thought the run was uh, poor. Uh, there was no one. I, I actually thought that the the Allos should have actually have burned into the box, tried to uh, commit uh, some. By plays. the way, Alex, we've not even analysed it yet. And Abada's into the box again. This is just end to end stuff, and he almost, almost wriggles through. But Joe will just in the right place. Well, at the I'm, right going to, time. I'm going to say something. You've actually touched on about the inverted uh, players, fullbacks coming inside Gordon, playing inside the pitch. For me. Get your midfield wider And then allow the ball To come in the middle of the park And deal because, with it in there Yeah because you've still got three You've got Arfield You've got Kamara And you've got uh, The width Ar- is absolutely Killing Rangers isn't absolutely. it Absolutely Absolutely Who was the caller Who was the one that said It's all about the white the players wingers, today yeah, Can't yeah. remember which one it was But so far It's been bang on Well they, they've not been able to get uh, To grips with that movement Gordon They've got through Rangers Time after time And unless they actually change this You can only see Rangers getting punished Celtic look confident, Hugh. Yeah, extremely, extremely. Uh, you know, I, I take Alex's point about Giacomacchus's chance that they didn't get full purchase on it, but nine times out of ten that goes in. But uh, you know, the ball has been drawn to Alan McGregor like a magnet. Mm. But for McGregor, this game's finished at half time. Uh, here comes Borna Barisic, who's not enjoyed a, a good start to this game. He hits a cross straight at Juranovic, I think, out for a throw in. Yeah, Juranovic just puts his own line of the cross, Gordon. He, uh, Barisic doesn't do enough. He doesn't shift it a yard. Uh, and, and Rangers get a, a throw in about 30 yards from goal. So, that was a quick half hour. It's Celtic 1, Rangers 0, Rio Hatati early on. Uh, slight hint of controversy about it because Calvin Bassey was down with a head knock. But very quickly it fell to Rio Hatati. He fired into the bottom corner and gave Celtic the lead. They probably should have added to that. They've had numerous good chances, mm. numerous good saves from Alan McGregor. And Rangers have struggled uh, in various departments But they do now have a corner kick They have been effective from set pieces against Celtic in the past Can they do it again? Would this be a fear for, for Celtic? Yeah, of course Because uh, the, the last uh, Rangers-Celtic match at Ibrox Settled from a corner kick mm-hmm. Philip Hollander And it, defending corners is not Celtic speciality Yes, here comes James Tavernier then It's going to be an outswinger Connor Goldson looked to have a bit of space It's some battle between him uh, and Carter Vickers And it's hacked clear um, by Celtic So maybe a chance for Rangers to Recycle Have yep. sustained pressure They certainly haven't had that Yet in the match As Tavernier just looks to go Direct But Celtic just snuff yeah. them out And 
You're going to come away again I think that's good defending though Glenn Kamara really good Because he was almost in danger of being taken uh, down the line Rangers come across the other side And Bassey's going to try and come out It's fascinating stuff Just You can't take your eyes off it You know Rangers with a corner kick With a chance Celtic breaking And now mm. it's been won back And Rangers on the attack again It's, it's a very huge I'm about to go for a very Hugh Keevensism it, yeah. It's only 1-0 Hugh This yeah. could go in off someone's backside And yeah. the, the, the psychology changes that's, As well as the scoreboard That's why I said earlier on you, You're almost getting to the stage Where you're thinking If Celtic don't score a second one Before half time You'll have a suspicion about where the match might go after that and the, the reason why it's still in the suspicious mm. category is because Celtic have done nothing wrong they have been defied by a goalkeeper but the thing is you oh, had, very I, I, very nice footwork from Matt O'Reilly totally eliminates Borna Barisic it's flashed it's across the face from Abada and out for a corner kick yeah no the, the, the problem they've got as well Gordon it's far too easy as you just see here Borna Barisic getting taken out of the game with a, a very good feet right, so, uh, you, you Former players explain this to me. Why does why is Borna Barisic sucked to Matt O'Reilly, or, or should that happen? If that's well, the if he case, does who, go Gordon, who, no. But even if he, gets if he goes to, to if he goes and engage, he can't allow him to skip past there because obviously he's vacated his area. And then the left centre back should be across, which is Calvin Bassey uh, to, mm. to stop that. Say, be honest, as a full back, oh, Rangers have oh, out. Out. I thought they were going to get away with one there Because it was a, a poor pass from Diallo And it hit the corner flag and stayed in momentarily And, and Tavernier kept it But I think eventually I just crept out, yeah I was going to say there's a full back That's criminal defending from Barisic he, he has got to give up the ball in front of him For the danger behind him And he's lucky that Jacques Marquez Doesn't make a better run across Goldson Because you can't leave a guy like Abada With 30, fi- yards, of space. 30 yards of space behind you Did Abada even need to flash that one in? Could he have I, I have, I have to be honest Mark's absolutely right For me it was actually A lovely little ball And Yakimatis yeah. gets across the face Of Conor Golson yeah. He's got the whole goal gaping uh, Jota's turn To take it a run Tavernier uh, Closing him down It's crossed in Yakimakis brings it down In the oh. chest Goes down No says Bobby Madden I'm not sure The Celtic players Feel that strongly About that one We'll get another look at it It looked look. fairly soft If I'm honest I think again Yakimakis I think he should do better there when the ball comes into his chest I think he should be stronger Because he's in front of Goldson But again it's another ball Into the Rangers box That the full backs Have failed to stop uh, Yeah we'll get another look at it Like I say I didn't detect A great deal of anger Fans are always yeah. going to rise And especially yeah, that um, game, yeah. And there are no opposition fans And everything um, Becomes a bit easier The stadium but, rises In protest If you get a throw in against you uh, Here comes Jota Dancing his way down the line He Tries to leave Tavernier Who eventually recovers See I don't mind that Gordon yeah. What I don't stays, like Stays there yeah. well, stays What I don't mind him. is Show him down the line There's less danger down there When he keeps checking Into his right foot And he's putting balls Into that far post You're just looking for a touch uh, So for me I don't mind him Tracking down there On his weaker left Yeah foot. corner to Celtic The last one event Well not the last one The first one in the game Went all the way to Hitati Who scored This is a high looping ball um, Bada was always Second favourite there And over the bar From the masked skipper Mm. That's not a spin off right. of that ITV show by the way oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, Nah Any yeah, tangle of legs on Bassey no. uh, I mean he does have his arms round him Nah there's no much in that for me Mark Wilson Mark. Be, I think it'd be very soft But it, listen he runs a risk here Of letting Jackie Marcus in front of him And having his arm round him um, I still think Jackie Marcus should do better But Is that a fair assessment Hugh Not a penalty but Bassey was playing a risky game Correct Is that, is that it Summed yeah. up 
Um, but I, I wouldn't say that the referee had made a mistake there. It, for me, it's not a penalty. And at the moment, rightly or wrongly, no VAR, so we don't need to pour yeah. over it on the pitch for a few minutes. That's the thing about it. It's totally changed your perception of football, hasn't it? Because you, you see that back and you think, okay, like no, no real complaints. I'm yeah. sure Celtic fans will, might disagree. But nowadays, when you see these things back on VAR, as soon as you see a hand anywhere on someone or any sort of contact, you, you start to think that might possibly. But yeah. Anyway, not this our problem yet, Hugh Keevans. This could end in tears. All this, uh, you know, the Celtic have played tippy tappy with it and they're just. But inviting Rangers on There's Shug That is the first 36 minutes That's the first time I've seen Rangers Press high up the park uh-huh. And then the regain possession All being they've given that away For the throwing Yeah It's been Quite something From Rangers so far I, I don't think Rangers fans would take Any positives from it yet Maybe McGregor's your only positive That, it, that it's not yeah. It's not more It's not more than one at the moment McGregor's the reason why it's one um, And He's also the reason why the game hasn't been decided by half-time Because he has made superlative saves And the the Celtic fans If the next eight minutes fail to provide a second goal The Celtic fans will feel frustrated Ropey clearance from Alan McGregor Callum McGregor's header back towards the danger area Doesn't find a teammate And uh, Joe Rebo's heavy touch is fortunate Because it goes back to Borna Barisic Yeah, he got lucky there actually, Gordon Because uh, the ball ran away from him that's better uh, uh, yeah. from Rangers because he's, Glenn Kamara's just eliminated Celtic's press and he can cross the halfway line easily and give it to Borna but, but Gordon, that's what I was saying earlier about being brave. Play into the middle part, try and get through the lines. That way you can cause Celtic problems. Here's Ryan Kent, nice check inside, but Diallo's robbed. Oh, that's not a clever clearance from Celtic either. And uh, Rangers just going to try and sustain this for a little bit longer. Uh, Diallo, we saw at the weekend, Alex, he's yep. on the ball at the moment. Very tricky footwork, but he's been extremely quiet so far. Uh, ball to Tavernier, though, and it's overhit and out for a goal kick. Yeah, absolutely. Again, for me, it's pretty poor from James Tavernier. He's got the ball out on the right-hand side. He just overcooks it right through the back. Celtic on the counter-attack again. Celtic get up the pitch very quick, Mark Wilson. I saw to do with a goalkeeper. Joe Hart. Yeah. I had just looked down uh, at my paper quickly, looked back up, and Abada was 40 yards out. Well, I think every Celtic player on the pitch realises where the space is and that's including Joe Hart looks up quickly shells it to Abada who once again is in acres of space again I keep going back to it I'm amazed how mm. how much space is on this right hand side for Celtic and probably Abada should be doing more with that opportunity I mean you have to assume Rangers will fix this tactically at some point Alex and that oh, hold on Celtic are into the box uh, again the cutback though not great this time um, you have to assume that yeah. I don't know someone can see it and can fix it and for Celtic fans that's why they'll be really keen to score again before it does get fixed yeah we're just looking as Borna Barisic tries to drop a ball into the striker it's picked off by the Celtic midfield again and Celtic keep chapping at the door Gordon yeah uh, they, they need that second goal before half time I think subconsciously they, they will know that that uh, it will be a disappointment only to be 1-0 uh, at half time defied as they have been by Alan McGregor um, but the performance from Celtic and Postacoglu can ask very little more of them. But I think that is the key here that Celtic have been very good, very lively, and they have got the goal. If it's sitting here nil nil with McGregor save after save, then 
Yeah, I, I get mm. the point that things are a bit risky and fans will be getting edgy. They're 1-0 up at the minute. So. Good tackle, Glenn Kamara, and it just gives Rangers a bit of impetus. They, they got the pitch and yeah. it looks a bit more spread out. And here is Diallo for the first time trying the, the step over. But again, Greg Taylor marshals him really, really well. Really well, in fact, picks his pocket. And uh, Hitati comes along and helps him out. It was actually a good play by Hitati. He doubles up, allowing him to come back. Uh, you know, and I think that's what Celtic's doing very well. They're putting a lot of pressure on the ball. Uh, the question will be, Mark: Can Celtic keep up the intensity? There is no, there's no Kyogo. There's not as many midfield options. Is it now at the stage that's been it's been so disappointing from Rangers that they'll be happy to ride out one nil and then and then take the chance later yeah, on if they can? That is the question mark hanging over Celtic at the minute and even at Tynecastle, you know they played very similar to this. But in the second half, there's no doubt that Hearts come into the game and oh, oh here we are, first big chance and Joe Hart comes out smothers really well. Was a flag up? No, no I don't no, think so. I, don't I, th- think so. I think it was a brilliant run. But well, if that's t- the if that's the case, Rangers the have sliced Celtic open. Yeah, I came through working through the lines. I just spoke a minute ago. What a chance that is! But Joe yeah, Hart gets off his line actually, well. He's just actually over overcooked uh, the through ball. It was a good run by Arfield. The Celtic defence mm. were wide open there. there and for how yeah, it can happen that it can happen in an instant when you're playing against clever players like Arfield, who as soon as they see your number can drift off the back of you. And as good as Hatati's been, he's caught ball watching there. He gets dragged to the ball and Arfield's off him. So a little warning sign. Uh, it's neat stuff again uh, from Celtic. They're at the edge of the box. Atati goes oh. again. Goal flashes with AspireGlasgow.com. And it's even better than the first. It's Celtic 2, Rangers nil. 41 minutes on the clock. Rayo Hatati has only been in the green and white of Celtic for a couple of weeks, and he is already a hero to those Celtic fans, Hugh Keevans. He's got two, Celtic have got two, and this is heading for a home win. This is the best debut by a player. Unknown to the old firm Since Lubo Moravchik scored two goals At Celtic Park And Celtic uh, beat Rangers 5-1 uh, His finishing is unbelievable uh, You're right Gordon It was better than the first goal And uh, to be fair It is only what Celtic yeah. deserve Out of the first 45 minutes But for someone to come to our football from Asia uh, And to score the goals that he has scored already Ange Postacoglu Sure knows how to pick them Mark Wilson how good was that? <laughs> Sensational I was just chatting about him in a defensive mode there But he does the exact opposite You know he drifts off Kamara Finds himself in space But just the composure The first touch Iron things up Only one thought in his mind Like I says earlier on That when he gets within 25 yards He's shooting But this one is a more controlled one you know, curled into that near post. What a finish! What an impact he's Alex, in. you love yeah. midfield. You might yeah. not love this one, but you love you love midfielders scoring from distance. How good was that? It was excellent, Gordon. Uh, he's actually used the the defender to wrap the ball around him, so McGregor doesn't even see that coming. And the execution, I think that's so controlled, but with lovely pace to to do yeah. the goalkeeper uh, passed high into the net from twenty five yards. Twenty yards. But listen, from a Rangers perspective as well, that. They're getting terrorised so The what, midfield what, what, runners What was wrong from Rangers there? Well again They don't track the runners The ball comes in Was that the Kamara wide who let Hitati run off him? Well Kamara's uh, Kind of yeah. jogging back You've got Joe Rebo tracking back And you've got players Are running beyond Now we obviously mentioned That you, that's what you associate Joe Rebo with But you've still got to do The defensive side You've also got uh, Kamara to do that He's a more mm. Deepest line one Gordon He doesn't quite do it uh, Sorry to go off on a, a bit of a tangent But in a fixture That's been dominated by People away on international duty 
Anyone care to explain How Rio Hatati Doesn't get called up To the Japan squad yeah. they, they must have some they must, they must by the really way. good Yeah well, They must be really yeah. good In that department As I say Ange Postacoglu Can pick him What a fight but, he's been here Yeah Yeah I mean it's incredible To have uh, oh, oh, Another chance. chance Oh Goal flashes with AspireGlasgow.com Celtic 3, Rangers 0 We're not even at half time And Celtic Park is erupting Lille Abada is down the left hand side It's swung in Rangers defence stands still Abada does not He nips in And this time He beats Alan McGregor And with 44 minutes on the clock It is Celtic 3 Rangers nil Hugh Keevans And what would it be If McGregor hadn't made Three unbelievable saves Rangers have been ripped apart they are all over the place It is embarrassing for them And for Giovanni Van you have to say. But they're fast asleep Yeah listen The, the, oh the, quick, the quick throw on does Tavernier down the line I said, I, I said after Is eight, it Hatati? It's Hatati's he scored ball two in. and set up one in 44 yeah. It's minutes. an incredible ball in And a bad a fair play to him for getting in there and finishing it However I said If I'm it. Van Bronckhorst And I'm looking at Barisic Who we've mentioned all night You've got to do the Andy Halliday Oh my You've got to get goodness. him off before the break yeah. Alex And send some sort of statement This is one of the most nerve ridden yeah. Individual performances we've seen God, In a fixture like this 45 minutes gone they've ter- Celtic have terrorised Rangers They haven't even shown anything Any quality Any bravery I spoke at the top of the show They've been calved open But again I'm looking at the management team as well Gordon You know Allowing this to continue I don't see any changes to the personnel That's a good point Or even the shape within I, it I, I said after 18 minutes That I would consider Borna Barisic now Listen this is an international so oh. I don't McGregor's just misplaced another uh, Kick out from the back And Rangers just about uh, keep this one Jota had it But gave it straight back It's, it's been uh, It's been really pitiful From Rangers In the opening 45 minutes Gordon I'm looking to see Who would you actually Give any pass marks Other than the goalkeeper And he still conceded three Yeah Wow But he has conceded three Because of the people In front of him I think And uh, Were it not for Alan McGregor This would be 5-0 At half time uh, It is Astonishing it's a sensational performance oh, from Celtic. Oh, Joe Rebo gives it away and Leela Bader's running forward. Surely not another before the break. It's a misplaced pass and out, which is an, it's another let-off. Abada yeah. was racing into the box and Jakimakis trying to make the run. Yeah. Uh, I think your predictions are all out the window, by oh, the way. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, just, yeah. Just, 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 six minutes, was out the window. Just the case. <laughs> yeah. In case you hadn't noticed. But uh, oh, I'm saying, I, as I, bad I, as Rangers have been, Celtic I, have been sensational. Correct. And they're pressing, the way they've moved the ball, the rotations, the fullbacks coming in, the wide men being positive. The only criticism would be that Jacques has probably missed a couple of chances he should have put away. But apart from that, yeah. it has been one way traffic. spot on. Yeah, I mean, you criticise strikers at missing chances if it stays nil nil. Not, you know, not, not when you go three up. Yeah, yeah. But even they're defending. Every time Kent's got the ball, there has been three Celtic players around him. Every time Diallo's got the ball, Hatati's doubled up Mark, with Taylor. It's, it's the perfect combination for Celtic and the worst combination for Rangers. Celtic have been brilliant, Alex. Yes. And you can pick your word yeah. for Rangers. Well, you, you know, you remember at the start of the, the, the before the show, we uh, we we had a caller on saying that I, they, they I, need to I, perform. I'm sorry, I. Obviously, I, I let you lot dissect. I don't really know what I'm talking about the way you guys do. Even I, a layman over here. I'm amazed that Borna Barisic is allowed time, Celtic time to keep time. coming into the box time Anyway, half time uh, whistle is gone Jim Duffy, Andrew McLean, sum that up Yeah, Celtic 3, Rangers 0 The half time score at Celtic Park And the hosts are completely dominant here so far 
They've been better in every single area across the park. Rio Hatate has scored two and set up one on his old firm debut as well. The dominance started just three minutes in. The ball fell to Greg Taylor in the box. It looked as if his shot was blocked by one of his own teammates. So just two minutes later, they found the back of the net. A Celtic corner was cleared to the edge of the box, but Rio Hatate took a touch and fired the shot goalwards. It looked as if it may have taken a deflection before nestling in the bottom corner. An incredible start to life at the club for him. There were protests from the visitors though. Seconds before the strike, Calvin Bassey went down with a head knock. Uh, they played on, they wanted the play to be stopped, it played on, it was allowed to continue and it was 1-0 Celtic. A huge double save after that from Alan McGregor, a really poor pass from James Tavernier to let Jota in. He cut in, unleashed a powerful effort, that was palmed upwards by McGregor and then he had to do exactly the same again to Giacomacchus' follow-up header. McGregor was then called upon again, 18 minutes in, Giacomacchus with an effort from a badass cross but the Rangers goalkeeper tipped that one over and once again he had to be alert from the Greek striker 26 minutes in. Matt O'Reilly's cross found him in a good position in the box. The contact wasn't that good though and McGregor managed to gather. Five minutes before the break Rangers actually cut open Celtic for the first time out of nowhere. Joe Arribo sliding the ball through into the box for Scott Arfield but Joe Hart got there first. That was a glimmer of hope for them that was instantly dashed. Celtic broke up the park. The ball came to Rio Hatati at the edge of the box and a wonderful curled finish into the back of the net for his and Celtic second and then went from bad to worse for Rangers just before the break. Rio Hatati's cross from the left was finished at the near post by Liel Abada and that sent this Parkhead crowd absolutely wild utterly dominant from them while Rangers have been a nervous wreck in this game tonight the halftime score is Celtic 3 Rangers 0 and Jim Duffy it's 3-0 Celtic and it could well be more yeah and it probably should be it's been a procession from Celtic Celtic's been outstanding and Rangers um, you know have been absolutely dismal you know, and, and, and I think, as I said, uh, the Celtic fans, we, thought, we all thought the Celtic would come out the traps, and they did. But Rangers just looked as if they were way off the pace, allowed Celtic to get a foothold in the game from the first second, really. You know, and totally dominated it. And to be honest with you, now, you know, it's damage limitation for, for, for Rangers, because it could have been in, in other than Alan McGregor, five or six. It's just been wave after wave of attack. Rangers have had nothing. There's not been a tackle in the game. They haven't been aggressive in anything. They've tried to put it in the back, but Celtic pressed them high, they haven't mixed it up, they haven't done anything. But Celtic have been magnificent, you have to say that. In all areas, from the wide air defensively, sound, midfield have dominated. Um, Hatate, two fantastic goals, the wide players are bad, and, and Jota have been a threat. Jack, Jackie Mackey's been a bit unlucky a couple of times, but it's shots at goal. So in every single department, Celtic have been better today. And thirdly deserve to be three up and up at half-time. Celtic running riots against Rangers here at Celtic Park. A half-time score is Celtic 3, Rangers 0. Never, ever, in any Celtic supporter's wildest imaginings, did they think it would be 3-0 at half-time. They might have been confident that Celtic would win the game. They might trust in Ange Postacoglu, as they always say. But nobody, I defy anyone to say they saw 3-0 at half-time coming up. And I repeat, but for Callum, but for Alan McGregor, it would be 5-0 Celtic. They have embarrassed Rangers and Rangers have embarrassed themselves. Personnel must be changed at half-time by Giovanni Van Bronckhurst. Otherwise, he'll never live this down. I think, honestly, Celtic, it's as good as I've seen them this season and there have been some impressive performances this season but just a collective of everything defensive duties when they've had to which is very limited but the way they moved the ball the, the tempo they pressed it the tempo how they won the ball back 
But then to feed it to the white guys And weave them to do it There's there's a certain game plan there That Ange Postacoglu has worked on these players And they've carried it out to a tee And again the only downside is That they've not taken all their chances But the goals that they've scored as well Unbelievable from Hatati. The ball from Hatati as well So even in a, a normal game If he's not scored two We're raving about the ball For a badder's goal And uh, again you've got to give credit to a badder When you play wide guys and wingers you want them to attack the far post or the centre of the six-yard box when that ball's coming in, and he's certainly done that. We can criticise Rangers defensively, but first and foremost, you've got to give credit to how Celtic have played. Yeah, listen, I think they've been absolutely excellent. I think they've had the freedom of Parkhead. I spoke to you earlier on, in the middle of the park, Hatati, Riley, absolutely dominant. You look at Hatati's uh, kind of contribution, it's sensational. The two goals have been top draw, his delivery, top draw. Have been battered down the, the flanks as well So I think overall I think uh, it's been an absolute breeze for Celtic In the opening 45 minutes Jim Duffy I'm going to go out on a limb here And guess that the Celtic fans have enjoyed that first 45 minutes <laughs> Yeah I mean obviously it's been a party atmosphere As you would expect um, You know but listen as he, Rangers have got a few players Looking as if they're doing a, a bit of a thorough warm up So I think they will definitely make changes But listen, the, 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 the people talk about meticulous planning And you know, not leaving uh, small details I mean Rangers, the first couple of corners Celtic had a 2v1 situation in, in both times And then as, as Alex says Hatati, who you can know is more than capable of striking the ball from distance Is standing all alone from a second phase of a, of a set play You know, and again, you know, from the wide areas for me, up in the stand here, listen, Barisic is having a nightmare. There's no doubt about it. But he's getting no help whatsoever. What happens? O'Reilly's playing in an old-fashioned inside-right position, which has given him a nightmare because he doesn't know whether to narrow in with him or stay out with Abada. And both, whether it, if he stays out, um, O'Reilly gets on the ball and plays in the pockets. If he narrows in, the ball goes to uh, Abada. Then he goes out and then he can slot the ball down. So Rangers midfield, he's been all over the place. Um, you know, Arfield looks as if he's got a job to do to get round McGregor. McGregor hasn't been the threat. It's either been Hatati or O'Reilly making runs in between the lines. And Rangers have got completely opposite. Actually, after 20 minutes, we could see from up here, Van Brockers went to uh, Kemar Roof. It was a, a corner and he pointed out and you could see Kemar Roof going to Alan McGregor, Gonor Golson saying, play it long, play it long, stop playing out for the back. They still try to play out and they're not, they're, they haven't been good enough. Celtic's pressed them. So he sussed it, if you want to say that, in terms of how high Celtic press. Thought for five minutes or ten minutes, knock it in behind Celtic and change it. But Rangers, the players, refused to do that. So it'll be interesting to see whether you know they, they, they do do anything like that in the second half. But listen, in every single department, Celtic's been immense, uh, particularly on this right side from Celtic's point of view. Uh, Juranovic, Abada, Riley on this right-hand side have terrorised Rangers time and time again. Let's take a call because we can do that. We're here until 11 o'clock tonight. 01419511025. Uh, Matt is a Rangers fan from Pollock. Uh, how are you feeling after watching that, Matt? I'm still under the bed, mate. I'm shocked and stunned. <laughs> I swear to God, man. It's like watching Celtic against Gambus Lang Rangers. Never mind Glasgow Rangers. I, I've never seen anything like that in my life. All the superstars at Ibrox who think they're better, the transfer mob, shocking. Is it, That's not a wake-up call for Rangers to get a grip. I don't know. I'm, if it wasn't McGregor, there'd be 7 nothing to do. Yeah, I mean, I know you didn't see it coming, so I won't, I won't waste your time with that question. 
What's gone wrong? I mean, a lot, but what's the main thing that's gone wrong? The tactics, right away, they've got two, they've got two speed, speedsters up front, the young boy in Kent, and they decide to hang their off up a players at the back, the Tanner Boster. Celtic have destroyed Rangers, and I feel the second off. He needs, I, I don't know, I can't even tell him what to do to change the team, but the, the Barisic, Pleating, Tavernier missed kick, Golson's on the boot, Big Bassey falling out of the play. I, I've never seen a Rangers team Again, a parkhead play like that. Through the talent, I'm sure. Like we, I mean, I've had my big boy phoning me. I keep banning him because he's a Celtic fan. <laughs> <boy. He> <laughs> oh, you're joking me. me. Your I, son's a Celtic fan. Ah, and he keeps phoning me and oh, noises me up. Oh, you know, and I, I mean, oh I Matt, go, Matt, turn the phone off. You are in <laughs> trouble. Oh, uh, big time. Big oh, un- time. Unless this turns around dramatically, uh, Jim, it's it, it's been everything, hasn't it? You can understand Matt's frustration. All alive, uh, all ten outfield players off it. Alan McGregor, well done to him. And of course, tactically, the manager simply has to carry the can for some of that. Yeah, because we're so passive from the from the first whistle. You know, you have to fire your players up. We spoke earlier on about the advantage Celtic would have with the fans, and I think, as I said, yeah, you could have played in a couple of the games, but certainly there was two or three Rangers players, Bassey and Barisic in particular, looked very nervous. And Diallo on the other side, Harley, they're touching the ball. But there was a few of them who looked very edgy, and I think that was because of the way Celtic started. As I said, I saw three Rangers players, Balogun, Jack, and Fashion Sakala, all being told to come in. So I expect Rangers to make significant changes, but to me, it's after the, the horses bolted because, uh, you know, uh, Celtic in total control, total command, and, uh, you know, even bringing those players on. But I mean, Alec, I think, <laughs> will probably, you know, say more than me, but you, you would. You need a tackle. I mean, if you're getting beat one nothing and the team's dominated, do something to try and spoil it a little bit. Go in, rattle a few cages. If nothing else, it might just disrupt the rhythm of Celtic. But Rangers haven't laid a glove on Celtic and allowed Celtic to totally control the game and play the way they wanted to play. Matt, um, I hope you enjoy the rest of the evening under the bed or if you manage to come out, do not answer the phone to your son. You will regret it. Uh, we will get the second half up and running next. You are the voice of Scottish football. Call 0141 951 1025. Clyde One Super Scoreboard.